And welcome to episode 455 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Did any of that go through? <laughs> I heard it, but I don't think anybody else is. There's going to have to be eagle eye listeners kind of thing, or e- eagle ear listeners, I guess you say, that would have to hear that. Because all sorts of like, it's like, hello. <laughs> and then at points, I'm thinking, did he stop? Because <laughs> I don't hear him. And then I hear you continue on. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to, like I have, for those people who are listening, I we are currently doing the show via remote. Um, <laughs> um, what do you call it? Uh, I'm at home and Ed's at his place. But when he does the opening, I'm not really sure if I go through and I don't want to talk loud. You know, I'm on a microphone and I'm trying to be like, hey, everybody, how you doing? <laughs> and I'm not sure if it's going through. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, whatever. <laughs> so that'll be a little Easter egg for the future, you know. <laughs> Somebody listens. Hey, I hear him. <laughs> hey. Oh, my goodness. I think that's him. So how's things? Okay. Okay. Uh, how are How are you doing? I'm all right. Um, yeah, I'm okay. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy, y'all. <laughs> nothing, nothing crazy at all. So, uh, what'd you do this weekend? I'm going to say it's pretty much not much. Um, last week, you you've made a request to uh, to see them to see an episode of Catfish. And uh, a guy at work, actually, he kept bugging me to watch on uh, Tube, uh, not Tubi, on Hulu, um, Prey, which is the next installment for the Predator franchise, I guess you could say. Right. And, uh, you know, I was like, you know, and I'm, I've been trying to watch and get through, which I still haven't finished yet, the Netflix series of The Sandman. And, you know, because I am enjoying it, but it is, it, it's a slow, I'll call it a slow burn because it's like, there's a lot of like setup and all, and I, the comics were the same way. So I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't really expecting like a lot of high action, a lot of, you know, uh, 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 how do I put? It? It's it's really hard to you know translate some of these sometimes. Now I I always recommend the first couple seasons of um, the the FX show um, Legion. Uh, it's a Marvel show about uh, Charles Xavier's son who has a demon in his head, and it's the 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 that gets keeps me enthralled. Now this one, it's 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 keeping me interested, but it's just like eh, I'm gonna watch something else, or you know, <laughs> of course I've been busy, so I I have things. So I, but I did watch Prey. I finally I finally watched it, and I and I thought it was really good. So I said to you, like you know, I texted you. I was like, hey, you know, you need to watch Prey this week so we can talk about it. Um, so, so, so I'm thinking I give, you gave me assignment last week, this week, I'm going to give you an assignment to, to do. Did you do your assignment? I did. I did watch. I watched it. I watched it last night. Okay, good. You know, I was like, okay, well, it asked and I wanted to make sure that I, I got around to it. Um, made time, watched it. I also had to watch it too with my dad. He saw it and he had a question about something and I had to watch it to know what he was talking about. And then I knew the answer, so therefore I kind of had to. I, I relayed that message before I came on air, actually. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't know if we'll get to that, I guess. Um, so, uh, what did you think of it? You said you liked it, right? Oh, yeah, no, I, I highly enjoyed it. I recommend it. Anybody who has Hulu, um, I'm hoping it comes out on, on Blu ray or, or, you know, digital or something like that to, you know, go beyond Hulu. But I'm, 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 I'm not. 
I'm not like uh, uh, I'd be surprised if it's if if it does because it's you know it's Disney basically. So you're going is Disney going to release this? Because they haven't really released any of their original content on Disney Plus. So you know on on uh, home media. So I, I don't know if they're going to do that for their, their uh, Hulu stuff or not. I, you know, it's it's hard to say. So I don't I don't remember anything that's Hulu related that's out on you know physical media. You know, in any way. So I'm I kind of hoping maybe we'll make the like, at least the jump to Hulu to have it there. Right. Um. I was going to ask, isn't it on Hulu? I mean, I know, no. I mean, is it Voodoo? on Disney Plus? Prey. No, Prey is only on Hulu right now. Okay, because uh, the reason I'm asking is because there are some people online who are talking about it, and they're saying like there's there's two versions of the movie. There's the version that you and I watch, and then there's one all in the Comanche language. Um, they I guess they you know, made two like I guess two cuts, um, one in you know English, or sort of, and the other one in full in Comanche. Um, well, obviously with subtitles, if you want to have right. subtitles. Um, and I just, some people are like, well, I, it's on their, it's on their Disney Plus, but I think it's overseas, over in Europe is where Hulu and Disney Plus are already kind of combined as one. Yeah, yeah, because we're the, we're the only one in the, in the world, actually, that has two different streaming services for all of Disney's of um, stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, the only reason why is because at the time, Comcast owned Hulu and um, apparently Disney invested. Did I lose? I think I lost you. Did I lose you? And we're back. (laughs) I feel like that's me seeing the space balls when they turn the movie off. (laughs) Right. We had a little bit of a technical difficulty, so Ed had to kind of figure out where. And we're back. Hi, everybody. had a little bit of a technical difficulty. Ed figured it out. Um, did you figure it out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of. Uh, we we lost power. <laughs> so basically, like we're in the middle of a conversation. Uh, we were talking about the differences, I think, between Prey, between the uh, American version and the the uh, oh, yeah, international we, version. I guess well, you could we were say. Talking about yeah, we were talking about how um, Hulu is um, Hulu and Disney Plus are combo pack. Right, because everywhere else it's called Star. They have the, in their Disney Plus package, you know, they have, you know, uh, Marvel, Star Wars, Natural Geographic, I think it is, and the Disney. And uh, they, they have Star, which is all the adult content um, term type of thing. And here in the U.S., uh, they for, for the first almost three, two years, I think it was, over two years, they would just have Disney content and Disney Plus. That was it. And if you wanted the adult content, you went to Hulu. And as now the last, I don't know, this year, uh, 2022, they started adding adult content. They put in a um, parental lock uh, type of right. thing. We have to put in a four-digit key to you know to lock your account if you're an adult. Um, you know you can have create a kid account or you could created like a adult kid account away i guess away because well you we, could just be an adult and go hey you're not watching that you know why because i said so right <laughs> so you know so because like when, like if i catch you on this and you're watching deadpool without mike without me knowing it and i find out <laughs> we're canceling it how's that because i want to watch it with you <laughs> no. <laughs> no mom dad you want to watch hamilton for the 15th time <laughs> like Okay, well that's fine. 
you know, I love that musical. But the moment I see Deadpool or Logan, you're out. Yeah. If, I see, if I see Punisher or Daredevil, we're canceling it. The mouse is out. <laughs> well, it's just it's just funny you say that because, um, you know, being us, uh, being me, and and how stupid I am, kind of thing. Um, if if I was doing something I didn't want my family to know about or my parents not to know about, I would say, uh, you know, like, oh, we're, we saw a movie and, you know, we rented a movie. It was nothing mm-hmm. else to do. You know, it's like, oh, what'd you see? And we, I picked the same movie over and over again. <laughs> well, he really loves Snow White. <laughs> it was, it was, it, what made it worse, it was Hot Shots Part 2. <laughs> 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 and the thing is, I don't think I've really up until like like recently, I don't think I've ever really saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that one movie you just picked something at a random that you never saw. Because I knew my my dad, my my parents would, my dad's time would never watch that movie. You know, I think it was it's dumb comedy. So to me, it was like it was like the perfect <laughs> the perfect getaway. <laughs> Because <laughs> I remember one time I saw it, and I'm like, you know what? I I've, I don't think I've ever really seen this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh my god, I've been talking about this movie since I was a child, and ooh, not that good. <laughs> this whole time I've been talking about how I was watching this really bad movie. <laughs> but I did. I the the, the further scourge, I did remember at one point. We I did see it in a the theater because I liked the first one a lot, Hot right. Shots, the first one, and I so I was like, oh, they're making a sequel to this. What else? Like it's like 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 I'm hoping they have a run of comedies like these like like stupid comedies because you like there's a bunch of them out there. Um, well, yeah, I mean thanks to, to the Naked Gun movie, the or the airplane movies, it's airplane movies. Yeah, spawned a police story or police squad, which is in the Naked Gun because um, it was a TV show first, and then it, they made a movie out of it. Right. And that's where it was the, the Naked Gun Files. Or pol- it's a, from the Police Squad Files. Right. The naked Gun. Gun. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> then, of course, that made people National Lampoon's, um, we call it Loaded Weapon. Um, then, uh, of course, you had Hot Shots Part D. <laughs> and <laughs> well, there was there was a bunch of them, like Spy Hard. Right. There was another Leslie Nelson one. And then there was one with uh, Val Kilmer. Um, Top Secret. Top Secret, yeah. Top Secret, one of my favorite ones. Yeah. It's, and it's Val Kilmer's like, first movie. You know, he kind of plays like an Elvis Presley type during the war, World War Two. you know, Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a classic. Yes. Um, so, all right, but anyway, so did you like Craig? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I I highly recommend it. Like I said, it's it's as far as I know. I'm I'm actually I did look it up to, as we were losing power and I was trying to boot up my computer. It is not on our Disney Plus here in the U.S., but it, of course, obviously, it's international. So if, if you know uh, if you have uh, Disney Plus, check it out there. Uh, if not in the U.S., it's on Hulu. Um, actually, I'm as I'm talking, I'm trying to bring it up on see if it's on like where it shows on Roku here. Because there actually, there's two preys, believe it or not. There's a documentary called Prey, um, which uh, has nothing to do with the movie. It's nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> I think it's about child predators. No, I, I don't know what it's about. But uh, yeah, it's only on Hulu here in the U.S. Here uh, for gotcha. Prey. But I, there was there was another Prey I saw, and I was like, I'm like, well, that's weird, you know. Like, well, it's uh, just a name, right? <laughs> I know it's a documentary of some kind. I just don't remember what it was exactly. So. 
but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, it was a lot. A couple of uh, couple of Easter eggs in there. Um, you know, I, I'm because I was trying to remember. Um, uh, trying to remember like certain things because I I'm like, like all of a sudden like I I remember I remember seeing the first one, you know, and uh-huh. I think it was like a rental or something like that. And then when they came out with two, I saw that in the theater, uh, right. you know, and I I think that's the only time I saw Predator two was in the theater. I think it's the only time I saw it too. Yeah, and then there was two others. There was Predators and the Predator, and right. I didn't see those. You know, I was like I was kind of like I saw Predators. That was okay. It was a Robert Rodriguez film, which made me want to go be more interested in seeing his take on the Predator franchise. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad. Basically, um, it was people were actually kidnapped and taken to a planet where they were hunted. Okay. It was, yeah. And then the, the Predator um, had to do with uh, Predators being hunted by a super Predator on Earth. And it tied in with some kid with autism. I don't know why. <laughs> and it was Shane Black wrote and directed. So I've always been kind of interested in going back to. I've never seen that one. Uh-huh. I just know like Olivia Munn's in it, Keegan Michael Key's in it. So it, it played. It from the trailer, it looked like it played more like a comedy. And I was just like, really, Predator is a comedy? But maybe it was just the 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 clips they decided to right. promote. Yeah. And then this one, um, which I was like. You know, since Disney has acquired the rights to the Alien and the Predator movies, this one is um, written and directed by Dan Trachenberg, who did Cloverfield, um, which I like. Is one of, you know, it's, if you're going like American-made giant monster movies, I think that's and found footage. I think it was really, really good. Um, I I really liked it. I thoroughly enjoyed it myself too. Um, there were a couple of Easter eggs, like you know the classic "If it bleeds, we kill it." Right. You know, or the "Go on, do it, do it." <laughs> uh, you know, and then then the big one, the one my dad asked me about, was the uh, flintlock pistol at the end. Yeah. That yeah, because that like, that was the that was like one like I think that was in Predator too. Like I think he it was. was. Um, spoilers if you haven't seen Predator two. Danny Glover beats the Predator, <laughs> right? Really? But, yeah, but um, it's on his ship, and I think he, I think he goes out in the space. What I remember is that there's a bunch of Predators come to get collect the body of the Predator that Danny Glover beat, okay. and as as a trophy, they gave him this flintlock pistol, which was um, the pistol that the girl had at the end at prey right it was like this i saw so i i oh, spoilers by the way spoilers <laughs> spoilers <laughs> i think by now and i the funny for some reason i mean there's no big shocker i don't think there's like a it was an easter egg yeah. it wasn't like a, a, a like oh my god i can't believe they did it in fact all fairness i didn't just know that information i actually had to look it up so i'm like well everyone I, i've seen articles about the pistol and i'm like okay well what's the big deal and i guess i was like well i guess i'll get around to it and then at the end of the movie i was like i think that's an easter egg and then i looked on it and like hey eight easter eggs from the prey that circles back to the other movie i was like oh okay and at the end it did confirm that that pistol is the gun that was handed now how the predators get it back who knows yeah. <laughs> you know that that's for a future but the article i read was interesting was that they didn't have that gun that prop they had to remake 
Um, However, again, they didn't know, they had no specs, so they really, all they had was like stills of the movie. And uh, the director, Dan Trachenberg, I believe, was he was on YouTube and he's like trying to find like see if he could find people who who may have worked on it and answer it. Found a guy who made a, a a perfect replica and he actually got in contact and said, "Hey, can I use that gun?" <laughs> so so it wasn't even a movie prop kind of thing. It was a a big fan of, of Predator Two went in and actually made that gun as a replica and it looked so good that it wound up in the film. Wow. I was like, I was like oh, that's kind of that's a nice little nice little. P.S. Right. Do it. Yeah, that's good. Um, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Some people were kind of slamming it. I don't know why. Like, I, I kind of, I thought the Predator design was kind of cool. Um, I'm glad they didn't have, like, the laser cannon on his shoulder. I thought the the arrows were kind of a nice touch. I liked it. I thought it was good. It, it felt very, like, um, like Predator Year One, if you want to say. That, that, that's the same. Like, I, that's what I thought was interesting is the fact is, is like, the, the whole of it is, like, they thought of the fact that like like you know they evolved just like we evolved you know kind of thing where right. they they weren't like high tech super high tech and all like you know like a thing but I, I, some of it was obviously with the the invisible shield or whatever the cloaking, right, the cloaking it, device, which I'm gonna be honest, it, I kind of feel like you're supposed to be a predator and you're supposed to you know like if that's your hunting thing fine I get it but I just kind of feel like it's cheating mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just kind of feel like if you're going to go head to head with a bear, spoilers, you don't need to be cloaked. <laughs> just, just like, it's a little bit much. I mean, I get it when you're fighting humans. Sure. Look at me. You can't see me. But you already know you're, you're well, for lack of a better term, you're going to overpower these guys anyway because you have the technology, so to speak. You know, I, I thought it was really, really good. I mean, I just like, I, I like it's. It was like two hours, I think, like two hours and ten minutes. It kind of felt long, only because there's not a lot of talking, there's not a lot of action, um, which was fine. Because like the first movie, to really, in me, it felt like there's um, a bunch of French poachers. I'm gonna call them. They're in the movie, and uh. they kind of were like a ragtag bunch of like people, and it kind of reminded me of Schwarzenegger and his crew in the first movie. <laughs> Like, like the lead guys chewing on a cigar, and I'm like, they kind of look like dirty and ragtag, but kind of like you know, Dutch. Was it was Dutch, I think, and his uh, his team. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, that's a nice little visual homage. I don't know if anybody would like really pick up on that, but I liked it. I thought it was good. I would, I would, you know, always recommend it. I, I see some people on Facebook slamming. I'm like, why, why, what is it about it you didn't like? Like, there were a couple of. I mean, I'm going to say Ed nitpicky stuff about it. Like, I thought there was some, a little CGI mess up with the, the dog chasing after the, the deer, the buck in the beginning. Uh-huh. Like, it looked a little too animated. I'm like, eh, well, you know, it's not like it's, not like it's a documentary. It's a movie. Right. <laughs> you know, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought the, um, the Predator himself, like, because you need at some point in time the Predator without a mask. Um, I thought the face obviously was redesigned, um, but I, I I liked that kind of prehistoric helmet that he had. Right. It was kind of like prehistoric, but not prehistoric. I thought it was, it was kind of a cool look for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I said it was. It, it, like you see, to me, it was like like I didn't really nitpick too much, only because it's like 
not that I'm like I'm I'm a fan of the franchise, but I'm not like a huge fan. I'm like I'm like oh my god, new Predator! I'm running out and seeing it. Um, but like like you know for what it was now like in my head I'm going could this run on a theater? And I and my answer is no. I don't I don't think this would have been good like as a release in a movie theater. I don't yeah I don't think it would have made any not that I'm not saying it would have been a um, it would have been respectable business. I think people were not to go see. It. Who are fans of the movie Predators, the Predator franchise? Right. But there's no way you can. I mean, just think about it this way: it's got to be expensive anyway, because if you're doing the movie twice, in some way, because like I say, you you do have a um the English version and then the Comanche version, so I feel like you're kind of spending twice as much money for two shots. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, obviously, that would never fly in in American audiences. So. <laughs> You know, I what? <laughs> Everybody will notice now the audio got louder. I am. I, <laughs> I guess I, I did. I, 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 you're the 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 the. <laughs> the Is it ja- another technical? The, yeah, the audio, the audio jack piece that the thing because I'm hearing this buzzing and I'm trying to monk monkey with it as we're talking, you know, kind of thing. And here, you, the, the audio jack wasn't plugged in all the way, and I was also like, it's like <laughs> click. It's like brown. Now it's louder, and it's like the right pitch. And I'm like, Gosh. you know what? I heard myself like I sometimes I'll hear myself talk, and that's when I slow down and because I have to let myself finish before I continue. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I hear myself. Oh, I hope. I wonder what happened. Let me just keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, 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 I would recommend it as like a, you know what, if you got nothing to do and you like the Predator movies, it's, it's a pretty decent, you know, right. addition to the lore, I guess you could say. Yes. All right. So, uh, what else did you do? That was about it. Um, you know, everything else has been, uh, I, I went, I went to look on vacation kind of in a way for a day. I went down for a day trip yesterday to our local uh, beaches, I guess you could say. I don't. I'm not a beach guy, um, but they have the boardwalks there in, in New Jersey, and I, I, uh, I, I did. We walked those, and we gambled, and um, you know, it's not really, it's not really like like Atlantic City where you're where you're gambling or Vegas where you're gambling with money. I do it for like you to get these points basically, and you acquire enough points you can cash them in for things. Now, I didn't get anything uh, this trip. Uh, uh, I'm just saving it for like another time because nothing really jumped out at me to, to like oh i should get that you know uh type of thing but uh it was a nice time um the 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 thing to me though was is that um we 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 parked it in, in a certain section and we walked up and we heard this loud music and i'm like wow this is really loud music like and, I, and i'm thinking because you know there's like if you go if you walk the boardwalks there's a lot of noises going on there's you know people shouting with microphones trying to get your attention to come to a store play a game you know that kind of thing it's the old carnival kind of adage you know that right you know um and you know there's announcements or whatever but there's this really loud music and i it took me a while to figure this out because we didn't get that far down to the boardwalk where we saw this they were having a concert uh apparently now this is like the new thing i think they did this i think last year a couple years ago it was a huge success. They did it. It was barefoot in the beach, and they had like a bunch of uh, country music singers. And then they did it again. And, and then now, I mean, I don't know if they, they were doing it all summer because I was the only one I heard of I, the, the the country one. 
but this one was a bunch of hip hop artists. Uh, I don't know any of like I, it didn't stay long enough to do it because they had it all kind of scrimmed off. You couldn't see it. You had to have a ticket and go down onto the beach to kind of witness it, but you could hear it. <laughs> so, like, like you had to you had to go pretty much like six, seven, eight blocks away before it would fade out. The sound would fade out, and uh, or get the other side of the boardwalk into into this into the uh, uh, Wildwood Town uh, area because that's when it got quiet. Like that's when it's. it's I was like that was I was amazed by that. And I'm like they must have figured it out some way so that way it blocks the sound so it doesn't bother the local resident residents and people that are are um you know relaxing by a pool or something like that they're not being blasted with this with this sound and all because uh, it was funny because we were, took it took me a while we, we we got there we got a parking spot we got one like one of the last parking spots in this parking uh a lot uh then we went to dinner and then we were like, oh let's go back to the boards and walk a little bit more and it took me four parking lots uh before i found another parking spot again and uh, you know, and they were charging premiums. I mean, I paid uh, forty bucks, fifty bucks to park at a in a wow. spot. You know, and it was ridiculous. You know, we only stayed a couple hours after that, so it's like you know, it was like twenty five hours an hour, basically, like kind of thing. But the expense was so great because they could get it. I mean, you know, like there was no place to park. I mean, you'd you'd have to find a place far away to park and walk like nine ten blocks just to get to the boardwalk you know kind of thing if you you know want something closer you're paying premium and it's because of the concert goers they were they knew they were going to get them you know they came in to see this concert they you know one guy next to him uh was charging 60 dollars uh, and the, the lot next door to him you know you know a lot of them were charging 30 you know that was the kind of going rate around the the area you know kind of thing you know they had p- public parking which was uh, I don't know if she's, it's in, it's all the most of the major cities here in America, or I, I think in our area anyway, in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, where you park and uh, there used to be like a meter used to feed it uh, with quarters or whatever or dimes, you know, to get like, so many minutes. Now they do it through an app. You put in a code, you put your license plate in, you know, and you know you get your make model car and all, and and then that way it registers through their system, so they scan it the people. So as they're the uh, meter maids uh run through and and you know scan it they see who's now illegally parked basically and give you a parking ticket uh type of thing to wow to uh do it that's the way they do it now you know type of thing and it's like 25 bucks to park for a parking ticket here well here in philadelphia anyway because i got nailed one time I, I i parked real quick i was gone maybe five minutes i was dropping something i was dropping my cat off to a groomer Walk back out, and the guy was already written, written to get up and already in the thing. And I, he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were guy, one of those muscle heads at the the gym next door trying to, you know, just park, you know." And I'm like, "No, nah, I just wanted to drop my cat off, you know." And he, of course, you, once they write the ticket, you can't they can't tear it up. So I had to pay it. You know? Right. So I was like, "I'm like, all right, I, you got me, you know." So every time now, I make sure like that's the first thing I do. I, I find the the number, the code. You you know, it's on the street because there's there's signs everywhere. You can see them. And you just there's an app that you get your phone and all. I mean, you could do it there on the at the. There's a little like computer type of thing, a stand that had you know like a, a a machine kind of thing. You get a ticket printed out, kind of thing. You could do it that way if you don't have a phone, but it's easier on the phone to do it that way. And then I can keep an eye on it and then you know up it if I need to. You know, a few more minutes or whatever, and then they'll charge you accordingly based off of how many minutes you add and all. And so, right. 
But uh, yeah, so they had those at the lots and all. But I mean, you know, it was it was nice. That was a beautiful day. It was like in the seventies all day, so it was really nice. It wasn't overly hot, you know, type of thing. And you 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 enjoy the you enjoy the sun and the you know this this the ocean breeze and stuff like that. So that's basically all I did. Um, I can't think of anything else. I didn't have a friend show Dave Sapon over. I watched Pray that. I did buy. I think we talked about this last week. I don't know if we did or not. Uh, Rocky for the director's cut. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we talked about you purchasing it. Did you watch it? No, I haven't watched it. I'm going to queue that up for hopefully next week. I, I mentioned Sipon that because he mentioned it first. That's how it kind of started in my head. I'm like, all <laughs> oh, right, the director's cut. I was like looking for it online to find a, a physical copy of it. Can't know everybody, you know, had you know type of thing. I don't think they're going to release it physically. So they did have it for at the time. I don't know if they still do or not because now I purchased it. It can't tell me if it's what the price is for it, what the going rate for it is, but Uh-oh. I did pick it up, so I, I did buy it. And uh, when uh, when Sipak comes over, we'll be watching that and hopefully giving you a review next week of it. Uh, hmm. like, did you see it yet, or? Uh, no, I haven't. Like yeah. I said, it's it's. Um, I it was on my list to like when I heard about. It, I'm like, oh, that'd be interesting to see. Uh, apparently, like I and when you told me about. it, I was like, I felt. I didn't feel like I was yeah, um, obligated. I'm like, well, it's if I ever had like a Rocky set, I guess you know, I should have it. I feel like it should come with it, but it probably won't. Um, I have not yet watched it. I'm tempted to watch the special features because they have like three special features, and one of them is like the, you know, Sylvester Stallone himself is the one who went back and <laughs> recut the movie because <laughs> he's the director, I think, of that ver- that one. So that's why it's a you know a special director's cut, and he kind of talks about it because it's been so long. And I think the one thing that caught my attention was him saying that the reason why he went to go back to revisit it was because he didn't feel he was a good enough director back then. So he wanted to feel like he felt like he learned some things since then. He wanted to see if he could uh, do better with choices. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm like, all right, well, you slides your movie, sort of. <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> um, what else? Did you get anything else? No, no. Uh, uh, I did pre-order a movie that's going to come out and releases the week, but I haven't gotten it yet. But I think it's shipped down and it's on its way to me right now. So I, you know, I feel kind of good about that. But we'll get that to the releases, though. But how did you uh, – what did you do this week? Did you do anything uh, interesting or to watch anything or anything? Um. Uh, well, I mean, I, I watched Prey. We talked about that. Yes. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, I had my my adventure in uh, groundskeeping. Grounds? Oh, that's right. You were talking <laughs> about you bought that special grass for your dog to food right. be um, one. Yeah, Stacy. Um, we had a good time with the last show. Was that we had the patch of land? We actually got like, this astroturf. Is basically what it is. Fancy schmancy astroturf. Um, and we we. We, we put, actually we installed it. I think like it was Tuesday. I believe it was this past Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, it was wasn't difficult to actually do. I think the hard part was actually the cutting of the area, like to trim the the. the I'm gonna call. I want to call it a rug. Right. What would you call it? I guess the. Cause it's not a rug. I mean, you probably could throw it in the house, but turf. I'm gonna call, sure. I'm gonna say turf. The fake turf. Fake turf. Um. We, you know, was cutting it down to make sure that it, it fit. Um, we still have like one tiny little patch left to do, but I'll be 100 percent honest, it's not a major thing. We have like I would say on a scale of one to like uh, on a percentage, 
we have about like 95 of it done maybe 98 percent really because okay. what we have to do is get one little piece but we had all these big ass rocks that were in the 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 area anyway so i kind of like repositioned them to kind of because i'm afraid it's going to blow away even though we kind of nailed it down uh-huh. it, it sounds weird because we're putting nails in the dirt sometimes they took sometimes i was able to just push them in with my thumb and i'm just kind of like well i hope but, you know in my head for some reason i just feel like the wind's gonna come by and be like whoosh, and just blow it all away but it doesn't work that way. I don't. I'm paranoid about it. <laughs> yeah, because because the the nail head has to be pretty pretty big for it to hold to adhere to because it could pop right through and go blowing away if the yeah, strong enough wind I blows. The, I don't think the, the the nail head was that big, but yeah. Well, yeah, well I guess we'll find, <laughs> guess we'll find out, Ed. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see the next like hurricane. <laughs> tropical storm type of thing that happens to us. If you see, you know, I know my dog's too heavy. If she's standing on it, it's not gonna go there. But if you happen to be driving by and you see two squirrels on it singing a whole new world, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> That's yours. You went back. It's my plot of land. <laughs> <laughs> two little squirrels, a patch of eight by five foot piece of terrestrial turf flipping on through the wind. Two squirrels holding on. <laughs> That's the stuff that lives in my head, folks. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, I'll be hundred percent honest. This was nerve wracking for me because I wasn't sure if our dog would be willing to do it. Yeah. She's kind of, she's kind of bougie. She's kind of picky, and the, the article basically said that dogs will pee and poop on this stuff um and because you're putting it out on the lawn it's got it's, it's porous it's got holes in it um so you don't have to worry about the peel go through it the only thing you have to do is pick up the poop and and kind of clean off the the turf with like hose some hose and water and maybe some light soap if you wanted to right. um so it doesn't get stinky or nasty um <clears throat> but the real thing is my dog's kind of a princess like she will go on like she wouldn't go on the dirt she would have would have to be the grass and i don't know if she was willing to be like she's also smart and i'm not saying like oh like how all parents are with the kids <laughs> my kids the smartest in the class my dog is is traditionally kind of smart like she's mm. she kind of figures shit out on her own and gets in, in trouble because of it but i was afraid she'd be like well, this isn't real i'm not going how dare you put this sh- stuff underneath me my butt is too precious for that (laughs) (laughs) so i was i was a little concerned going in because you know not for nothing it it wasn't like it ain't it ain't like a a 50 dollar area rubbery putting down on the ground it it was kind of kind of pricey um and i'm like well i hope this works like fingers crossed that she's she she'll go and the first she she did uh long story straight my dog pees and poops on it all right. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Cuz that's got to be the worst thing. You, you do all this and all of a sudden it's like she's like, no. No. <laughs> I, I mean, she's she's kind of princessy and I could totally see her like she's also stubborn, so she'll she'll like wait till the very last second before she actually feels like she has to poop. Mm. Kind of like her kind of like her daddy. <laughs> 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 you know, so she'll like want to run out there and then she, you know she'll find a spot and poop like real quick um 
but that's because and she'd run around a little bit first because she there was no grassy spot for her that she hadn't already pooped in before I picked it up. Mm. So she kind of was always like, oh, like in a rush. So my fear was that she was going to like not want to do it, like put her paws on her and be like, oh, ew, I'm not doing this because the ground's not 100% smooth. It's just basically we did the best we could. I mean, right. we're, you know, we're not landscapers, for God's sakes. And it was kind of a do-it-yourself project. And I think it turned out nice. Um, and, and she got there. She kind of was like, what what the fuck's this? And she was sniffing it. But she eventually, in her first one, was a number one. And like, okay, well, one down, one to go. <laughs> we'll just have to wait. And, and like later that night, she, she put her out. And I'm like, I, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to take her for a walk. I wasn't. Gonna, I wasn't going to give her an easy out, so to speak. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, nope. If we have to do this all night, you are going to poop on this stuff. Gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't really have to coax or anything like that. She walked out there and she sniffed, and then she pooped. I was like this, like wave of like, <laughs> kind of went through my head because I'm like, oh, thank goodness. And she's been, you know going ever since it's been like almost it's coming up on a week soon so and it's it's still there <laughs> not the poop the the, the, the turf <laughs> stacy and i cleaned up, cleaned up the poop yesterday <laughs> so that was like so now i'm a i'm a groundskeeper <laughs> all right <laughs> you know better watch out those those gophers better watch out it <laughs> You gotta see him see, see him with a bucket hat and a right. pair of boot, combat uh, boots with a with a golf club. Hey, so how you doing? This is a Cinderella story. <laughs> oh, it's in the hole. It's in the hole. <laughs> uh, looked at me and he said, "When you die, you shall achieve of true consciousness." So I've got that going for me. Gung 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 <laughs> what do you say varmint <laughs> um i didn't really I, honestly i didn't really do much um this week um i do have a slight gripe about people though would you like to hear it ed oh yes please because <laughs> because that's it I, I when i was walking around in the you know down 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 the shore my faith in humanity <laughs> is the same as it always has been they're horrible <laughs> <laughs> well as as you know i work in retail and um one of, we had a, a really nice sale going on this week um where it was buy three regular price pops you get a fourth one free there's mm-hmm. a good deal it's, it's over now so don't no one goes start rushing the game stops um and i thought it was really nice the problem i have is that people who are pop buyers are worse than the milkmaids at grocery stores. <laughs> okay, <laughs> can you those. explain that a little bit? Sure. A milkmaid is a woman or a person who goes into a grocery store and pulls out every gallon of milk looking for the last date that it goes bad. Right. Okay. Pop collectors will go in and they'll look at every single pop. Like I had a guy stand there for like a half hour. Again, it's buy three, get one free. But everyone he grabbed, he looked at what the value, the resale value was before he decided whether or not he was going to buy it. You know, uh, obviously okay. he's a reseller. I don't know if he was really like a, a fan. He seemed to be one because, you know, but it, it frustrates me to watch this guy grab a pop like and go like all of a sudden like he's look, scrolling through his phone. Right? right. And then he'll put it down. 
and then he'll put it back. That people are like, well, it's just consumers. He's trying to be, he's going to flip it. Yeah, I, I get it. But here's where the problem I have, and it's the pop area that I have was 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 messy at one point in time. Right. Um, and when this sale started, I took this moment to rearrange the pop, so to speak. Right. Because <clears throat> I feel like everyone, when people dig through it, it's because they're looking for specific pops. Instead of just asking if we have it, which is a lot easier, they'll go and they'll they'll pick through every single one of them. And I might have like a, a hundred pops total on a wall, you know. So it's it gets kind of messy over there. Also very disorganized. So after it was thinned down a little bit, what I chose to do is I pulled almost oh well, I pulled all the pops off the wall, and I decided to categorize them. All right. Uh-huh. Normally, if I get real anal, I'll do like, oh, here's all the light year pop figures, and I'll put them in numerical order and clump together. Right. Right. I realize that that's kind of it's it's you know kind of crazy for me to do that. But what I did was I was, I was like, okay, well, here's all the Marvel pops. I'm going to put them on this shelf because I had just enough. Oh, look, I have some Star Wars pops. You know what? This is going to be the the, the Star Wars Marvel shelf. Now, that seems kind of nice, right? Yeah. <laughs> You know, DC pops are underneath that. With some, we had like a lot of sporting pops, like um, a lot of baseball pops were released this year, uh-huh. and like some and stragglers. Like, oh look, you want Cal and Chicken from Cartoon Network? We got them, so I'll make sure they're together. Oh, here's all the Lightyear pops. I'm gonna bundle, make sure they're all together. And we had um, some San Diego Comic Con pops. Um, one was a flocked. Um, who's the um, the Wookiee from the Mandalorian? Oh, uh, 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 Chrysanthemum. Black Chrysanthemum. Okay, yeah. They had a really nice, I would say it's probably one of the better, best looking pops I've seen in a long time. It's it's him, but he's flocked, meaning flocked is, is their term for fuzzy. Okay. Um, so, and it looked really, really good. I'm not really a huge fan of the Marvel Star Wars pops because they're bobbleheads. And um, always, I, I prefer mine to look more, more statues, uh, not bobbleheads. Right. Um, but I was for a bobblehead. The way it, way it was looking, because he's got kind of like that beard look, it kind of hid the spring, and it, the, the fur looked really nice. It was, I would say, it was fifteen a fifteen dollar pop. I did not buy it, <laughs> um, but I was like, I thought it was on the scale of pops. I thought it was one of the nicer looking ones. All right. Um, so I like had them presented out front, like you know, make sure that it's presentation's key, Ed. Right. right? So I'm like, I do this. I spent like it was slow at the store because it was in the morning. So it took me about like me about an hour, hour and fifteen, hour and twenty minutes to kind of reorganize and lay everything out. Mm-hmm. Within ten minutes, it was destroyed. <laughs> see, see, that's see, that sucks because I, I I get it, and I'm not defending these people in any way. But like, if you ever go to another store, like like you put the care into it and 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 the time and and did it right, you know, kind of thing, where there's there's stores you go into and they just don't care like it's it's just like it's it's there and you go you have this pop you know like you like you want to you want to do everything right so you go do you have this pop blah blah blah. i don't know the pops are over there because that's what you get like if you go to fye that's what you get they don't care that's just it's shit that's there 
Cause like 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 I hate going in there. Like I used to like to go in there and buy movies because every once in a while you would get a good sale or whatever. Right. So you would get. I mean, most of the movies were expensive if if you bought it, you know, outright. You know, that's like well, I'll go to Best Buy or you know, back in the day, you know, back uh, go to another store and get it cheaper. You know, I won't go to Fye, but every once in a while they have this weird sale and you go in there and you're going, hey, I can pick up like all these movies for like ten bucks. You know, like six movies for ten bucks. I'm like, yeah, make it a make it a steal, right? You know. Right, but uh, but you go in there and it's just like you know. So I like like I remember one time they had a big huge pop wall. I mean they still do, and and you know, but like 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 the one point I went there and there was it was like holy crap! Like they were they must have they must have got like three stores of pops, you know, in their store. Right, but it was just like it was all over the place, and it was just like because I'm like I'm looking for this character, you know, and I'm asking, I'm like, do you have this character? Because it's like buy two get one free. Like I think that's what right. you had, right? And, you know, it's just like so you're going, do you have this character? I don't know. It's up. They're all all that's there, you know, kind of thing. Like they don't care, and you're going, Which, all right. Now that's I'm gonna I'm gonna say that that is more of a customer service issue than a store issue because I, my POS I've. The person's looking for a particular pop. I can look in my system to say, "Oh yeah, right. I do have an inventory," and go like, "Oh, I do have this pop. It should be over there." And I'll actually, again, because I care, I guess, in some way, that's shape, or form. That's the same. Like, like you're you're an anomaly type of thing. Like, like you're the you're the <laughs> odd man, you know, type of thing. Because I remember, I remember when they released the they they had the Animal Crossing cards, you know, for the characters and stuff. Right. And I would, I would, I went into a GameStop to to say, God, I didn't even look up, you know, like type of thing. Not even bothered to look in. Like I'm like, I'm like, oh, I heard they're being released today. Any, 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 blah, blah. blah. And, there was, and there was not like there was anybody in the store. He was just on his phone, flipping through. He didn't care. And he's like, now we don't right. got it. And then that was it. Like okay. And then I, I will, is, I, I will at least look at a person in the eye and go, yeah, I don't have it. Sorry. But I will also make the attempt going as I'm saying, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm out of it. I'm already typing up to try to find it. Right. That's my job. <laughs> and that's what you're supposed to do, right? <laughs> it's, it's like, like I said, like most places don't, don't do that. Like, like, like there's a, there is a Walmart near me, you know, uh-huh. you go, to, you go to the movie racks, the movies are, there's, it's like few and far between, like somebody like once in a while cleans it up. You could tell like, like it must right. be a new month. They have to do a reset or something like that. And everything is, is set up right. But as time goes on, they, 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 there's now these empty shelves. It's like, it looks like like they sold out, and they didn't. They just threw it all in the bin. There's these like you know five dollar right. bins, seven dollar bins, and they're not like you. Now you have to be careful because I like I've walked out going, hey, it was five bucks, and it's like twenty dollars. I'm like, no, it says five dollars. It's in the five dollar bin, and they're like, oh no, that thing. They and they actually took the sign off. Like so, that was just these two bins that right. sit there, and you're going. It's, it's easier to take the sign off than to actually do the job right. and actually pull out the ones that aren't. Right, because it was there was more than one copy. That was the other thing too. Because that's the other thing too. Because every once in a while, like I'll I'll see one. I'm like I only see one of these. It's like mm, somebody threw it in there. Like you know, a customer might have grabbed it, didn't want it, and they were like they were right. too lazy to, to put it back, so they'll throw it in the in the bin or whatever. And you're going okay, like I got fooled by some asshole. But like no, there's like multiple copies of this, you know, and they're, they're just because they're lazy, you know, type of thing. So I, 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 every week I bang my head in the wall. I go there, you know, and 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 do the same thing over and over again, and, you know, and, and it's the same group of guys standing there, and then they don't care. It's just like, yeah, you know, they're just they're there to to sell phones or PCs or whatever. Cause right, you have to buy them right. there, not not at the front. And you're going, and that's they're just waiting. That's all they're doing. They're and they're bullshitting with each other on their phone. They don't care. Like I want to videotape them and send it to somebody. At, at, you know, like I want to be that old guy that you know. It's like <laughs> you're gonna be the the what do you call it the mail Karen. 
Yeah. You guys ought to do your job. Because it's just, it's just like, like, you know, like you're going, you're, you're, you're going, what, what you know, like you're, you're getting, I mean, you know, I don't know what kind of wages you're getting, but I mean, I know a lot of them, I think Walmart was one of the ones that went up and, you know, thing. So they're making money. So it's like, do something, you know, don't just stand around and do nothing, you know, cause that's, that would irritates me the most is that like, you know, like I, I, I've seen that Best Buy where all these blue shirts are standing around bullshitting. Right. And, and there's all these customers and like, I walk up and I'm like, and I'm like, Hey, I, you know, I need a, I need help at TVs or something like that, wherever, I, you know, wherever I'm looking. And the, the, none of them, none of them work there. Like, 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 like right. none, none of them. It's not my department. Not my department. That's exactly it. I was going to use that phrase. I've used that a lot of times. It's not my department, and that's what it then is. Why are you standing here? Yeah, like what? Like what? When? What are you doing here? You know, type of thing. The only one who's doing his job is the security guard because he's staring at those screens in front of the store. <laughs> right. You know, and it's just like it's like, <laughs> him is the only one. He's the only one, and the people that are working because they're stuck behind the cashiers because people are walking up but i've walked up and there's no cashiers and i'm like uh hello and i have to go to the security guard like yeah i want to buy this like there's nobody there oh i'm sorry and then and then he calls somebody you know and then like i've I've noticed that too that there has been a lack of register support at stores now granted some of them have automated like uh locals wawas have gone automated um there's some checkout, you know, Target, Walmart, and all some major stores and all, but Best Buy doesn't have a check yourself out option. Right. There, yet there's, I, I'm assuming now. Look, look, we are in a um, economic crunch, you might say, like or you know, a job issue where people are maybe they don't want to work for Best Buy and, and jockey a register for I don't know, let's say twelve bucks an hour. Because they feel like that's not going to get them anywhere, or it might. Not, I'm not even sure if Best Buy even pays twelve bucks an hour, but or maybe just they laid people off because of COVID, or they want to work. It's 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 weird when you walk in there. It didn't used to be that way. There used to be someone at least standing there going, "Hey, how you doing? What can I help you out with?" Yeah. Now now it's like crickets, and you have to kind of go to customer service and be like, "Yeah, can I can I get some help here? Oh, I could do it right here. Why don't you just have a sign then?" Good right. customer service. Right. Like, why? Why just have people just kind of stand there willingly, look, looking like an uncomfortable prom dates? Right. Just standing there, like I don't know if I'm supposed to be here, and I don't know who I'm. I'm too shy to talk to anybody to find out because I don't want to be a problem. But yeah, because that's that's the, that's the worst part is is that you know you feel like you're going to be the asshole that they're going to talk about now after you leave. Going, can you believe that jerk off? He asked how the question. Dare him, how dare him ask us to do our job? Right, like, <laughs> that's, that's how you feel. It's like like you know like like especially like fast food joints. You know, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm like yeah. it's like you know you you don't because it's like. You, you don't know they could spit in your food you know right you don't know it you know until you get it or you know you don't even realize it you're like motherfucker <laughs> you know you know and i'm like what are you gonna do you know like you know <laughs> um yeah uh just another glorious weekend retail it <laughs> um i almost actually today i was in a target and i was very close to buying uh they have a two-pack of Sonic and Sonic Two, uh, uh-huh. the movies, as a, it was a it was a twin pack for thirty bucks, and I'm like, I 
think Voodoo's doing a better deal, and and sure enough, they are. It's it's two for twenty, and I'm like, hmm. In fact, the uh, uh, Sonic Two Electric Boogaloo uh, is actually on sale for ten dollars. The 4K version. I was like, oh, but then both 4K versions for both movies are t- bundled together for twenty dollars. I'm like. I don't know if I need the actual boxes for those movies. I might actually have to, you know, dip my toe in the water and get it for twenty dollars digitally. Right. Because <laughs> I'm like, I like both those movies. I know there's going to be a third one. In fact, I have to pre-order. They are re-releasing. You no know, Ed movie. You know what movie Ed that I do not have in my collection, a physical copy of? Spider-Man: No Way Home. Get the hell out of here. I no, for serious. Oh my god, you! I, yes. Out of all the people, you because it's like you know, like well, you, nah, there's a couple of people I know who are huge Spider-Man fans. Well, well, the, well the, yeah, here the real reason is is because I wanted the 4K Steelbook and I missed that boat. And I'm like, well, okay, you know what? Well, then maybe they'll re-release it. Maybe they'll do a Steelbook. And I bought it digitally because I it was one of those like, hey, buy the buy it for ten bucks. I'm like. Well, you don't have to. You don't got to sell me that twice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll buy that for ten dollars. The special, you know, the the four K version through Voodoo, and I was like, all right, I, and I'll just patiently wait. I own it, so I don't need to have it at the moment. Right. However, Best Buy is reissuing the Steel Book for Spider Man No Way Home, the four K Steel Book, and it's available for pre order because it comes out in the end of September, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to jump on that now because it's one of the ones I wanted you know so that's um, that's that's my soft subtle way of going what's coming out in Blu-ray and DVD this week (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you asked All right, here we go kids here's coming out Uh, Jurassic World uh, Dominion is coming out this week uh, on all the formats so uh, if you're a Jurassic Park Jurassic World fan that's the one I pre-ordered uh, that's going th- coming through Amazon, so I'm going to get that oh. uh, Tuesday at the latest. So I'm kind of okay. I'm kind of happy about that. This one I, I keep seeing on Voodoo, and I'm and I'm and I'm I have no idea what it's about or whatever. But it, I'm thinking, well, it's coming now out physical media. Uh, the Black Phone. Um, it is okay. I I, I can uh, I can answer that one. Okay, it's a horror movie. Okay. I kind of, I kind of think. Hopefully, that's it's like I hope it was because <laughs> face is scary looking. <laughs> it's a horror movie. What's well, Ethan Hawke? And it's a horror movie, but it's based on the book written by Joe Hill, which is Stephen King's son. Oh, okay. Apparently, it's gotten pretty good reviews, and it's pretty scary. Um, Ethan Hawke plays a child kidnapper, um, and the kid is kidnapped and held in a basement. And in the basement, there is a black old style phone that shouldn't work but the kid's getting a phone call through it and it's and they're saying it's, it's scary Ed scary <laughs> I like the mask I mean, he doesn't the mask that he has on the movie poster is very Joker-esque yeah but apparently there is he has more than one type of mask in the in the movie oh, you right. know so I'm like ah. I like Joe Hill as a writer I've, I've read well he uh, some stuff he's had already on film. Uh, first is Horns with Daniel Radcliffe, mm. um, Nosferatu, uh, which is a book he's that Italian? was. <laughs> 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 I couldn't. Uh, it, what do you call it? It's a book um, 
There is a vampire in it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that was a a book. They made it into a two-season show. I I think the first season was based on the book. The second season, not so much, I don't think. Um, But I heard that it's good. So um, there there you go. The Black Phone is a scary movie with a very scary Ethan Hawke. There you go. Okay. All right. Let's move on then to... Uh, a lot of 4Ks are coming out this week. Well, not a lot, but good, good amount. Um, here we go. Ready? Child's Play is coming out on 4K. All right. Child's Play 2 is coming out on 4K. <laughs> all right. Child's Play 3 is coming out on 4K. <laughs> and if they're all individually released, but if you want, like, get them all in one 4K three pack, you got your you're covered. You got oh, they're just coming. doing the three pack. The first three Charlie Child's Play. Well, they 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 like I said they they have them individually released, and then there's a three pack, so you can get it right. either way. So if it's like I really didn't like Child's Play three or whatever, or Child's Play two, you can get one in three, you know, and on your individual, uh, you know, uh, things. Yeah, or right. like I didn't like the original, but like, two and three were awesome. I think there's like five or six movies in the franchise. There's a lot of them, yeah. I haven't seen it like that. I know there's Bride of Chucky and yeah. Death of Chucky. I think there was and yeah. I I I actually that was one of the few horror movies I really enjoyed. But, yeah. um, I I really enjoyed the first one. Um, they rebooted it recently yeah. with um, Mark Hamill as the voice of Chucky, um, and it's more of a like it's a um, I don't want to say like it's a smart app, but the, but the kid the he's used as a um, He's controlled by an app, and I think it's more like a, a AI thing takes over instead mm-hmm. of a possessed thing. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm always tempted to to kind of see that one because Mark Hamill's the voice. Yeah, of, and I'm like, what did he do? Um, then there's also like another one right before that one called The Cult of Chucky, where it's the people who survived the attacks of Chucky in the Child's movie. We look like they're in like a support group. And they have like nightmares and stuff. It looked it looked really interesting, but uh, me to sit down and watch any kind of movies usually at night. And the last thing I want to do is watch a scary movie at nighttime. <laughs> well, here's some other movies maybe that you'd watch. <laughs> okay, hey, these Ed, Ed, while while we're talking, I'm just saying we're we're, we're going to do an experiment live. Ready? Okay. I'm going to attempt to put my dog out back while I'm on the phone. I have a wireless headset, so you talk and I will. Hopefully not go out of range. Okay. <laughs> All right. So tell me what's next. Okay. There's still some more 4Ks coming out. Red Dawn is coming out on 4K. The original, not the the remake. The original is coming out on 4K. Um, Heavy Metal is also getting a 4K release as well. And finally, um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is getting a 4K release. So um, I think they've released the other two already, and and uh, you know the first two. So now this is the next one in the in the list. So uh, they, they have every once in a while. I, I feel like I want to grab it and uh, buy the steel books, but there's also like a hey, here's a whole. I know they're making a new one. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, well, do I wait <laughs> before I get the steel books, or do I get them individually? Ah. <laughs> choices, choices. Yeah, because I think, like I bought, I've bought it twice. I've I've bought the uh, well, I've gotten as gift the first three movies on DVD when they came out on DVD they did a box set because it's like it was funny it was always there were certain movies that just never came out and you're going when are these movies coming out like these are the big ones like Indiana Jones and Star Wars it took forever (laughs) when the DVD craze started 
you know, and right. when Moose got released and they finally released them, and you're like, okay, great. And then all of a sudden, like, the, the, the Blu-rays came out, and I think Star Wars came out relatively quickly. And I, I don't know if Indiana Jr. took a while or not. But I bought that on Blu-ray because they had the digital codes as well. So I was like, I'm like, yeah, Brian, I think it's... Oh, uh, you son of a bitch. I bought, when I bought them, when I bought the Blu-ray set, it was just the four movies and there was no digital code. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and it was on sale too. So I was like, even more like, uh. ooh, you know, I think it was like, like, like $25 for four movies. And I'm like, all right, the you thing know. Is the, these new re, these new 4K releases in the steelbooks, I don't think they have any special features to them, and that's kind of disappointing. Yeah, because I'm like a lot. There's a lot of supplemental material. Who me using the fancy word? A lot of supplemental <laughs> Stop, material. Stop hurt yourself. In 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 those movies, like remember the whole you know it was like a whole extra documentary on making the first one, how they made the movies and how they did the stunts and all right. that. And, you know, it's where you found all the really good information. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, well, is that stuff going to be on the blue, on the 4K stuff? I, every time I look at the steel book, I'm like, they don't have anything that says special features. And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to take that chance. <laughs> like, because I'm, I'm spoiled. I'm, I'm supplemental material, bougie, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else is coming out? Uh, this one I thought was interesting, and I and I'm, I might actually buy this myself. I, I don't know. I'm 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 like on the fence about it. Uh, Johnny Mnemonic in black and white. They they took the color out of Johnny Mnemonic, and uh, which I'm thinking probably wasn't much color to begin. I mean, I mean, no offense. I don't think taking the color out was the problem. <laughs> I mean, it was. Hey, I, I like that movie. I you know what it was, it was okay. I kind of remember being like, oh, look, Johnny Mnemonic. It's kind of like The Matrix, but not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got Keanu Reeves in it, who, did he make it before? I think he made it before The Matrix or during The Matrix time. It was like, hey, Keanu, you know that movie that made a really, really lot of movie, a lot of money? Would you like to do a kind of an off, like, would you like to do a low budget version of that? You're not going to get paid as much, and the script ain't going to be as good. But, you know, hey, it worked once before, right? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I think Johnny Mnemonic was made first. Uh, in- oh, so 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 the Wachowskis had to walk up to Keanu and go, Hey, Keanu, we saw Johnny Mnemonic. Look, ain't the best movie, but we think we could do it again, but better. <laughs> yeah. We got this thing called Bullet Time where you kind of like watch, watch. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Watch, see how slow I'm moving. Now imagine bullets flying around you in slow motion because you're you're so fast. You're zipping through them. You're like a superhero. You're like the Flash, just without the cool outfit. But we'll give you a black trench coat. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've ever anybody say the Flash outfit is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to hate me up for that one. Uh, yeah, Matrix came out in 99, and Johnny Mnemonic came out in 95. So, yes, Johnny All Mnemonic right. was first in the list. Four years later, Johnny's sitting in a, Keanu's sitting in a bar, and the Chelsea's walking and go, Keanu, big fan, huge fan. Point Break, love it. You know, <laughs> doing Ted's excellent fi- uh, adventure made me want to be a, a, a movie director. It's awesome. Johnny Mnemonic, Johnny Mnemonic? Yeah, not so much. We feel like that's a swing and a miss for you. Well, we got an idea. 
what was missing from that movie was Japanese anime. <laughs> <laughs> we got the we got the whole like cyberpunk thing going on, but this time we're gonna give you superpowers because you're actually in a computer program. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna we're gonna teach you kung fu. Wait, I'll know kung fu. Yes, you'll know kung fu by the end of this before we even start filming. And then every once in a while, you'll have to kind of like bend over a little bit. And we'll pretend like bullets flying over over you. We'll go whoosh, 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 whoosh. And then we got a woman who jumps up in the air and hangs there for a second before she kicks a guy in the face. Doesn't that sound cool, John? Jack, you call him Johnny. <laughs> Keanu, doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah, whoa. You call me Johnny. Kind of cool. It's okay. If I, you call me Johnny. You know, John, because I know Johnny Mnemonic, man. <laughs> it's okay some people call me Ted... Ted Theodore Logan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, what else is coming out? Oh, uh, we also have coming out this week is um, this one. <laughs> this one's really more for me than anybody else. Ro- uh, Sniper Rogue Mission is coming out on Blu-ray. I, I, I like I like the first Sniper movie. I thought the second one was okay, and I third I don't remember seeing, but. I have them all, and one day I'm going to sit down and watch them all. But there's another, another one of the well, franchise. The first one's the one with the first one is the one with uh, Tom Banerjee. Oh, that shooter. <laughs> right. No, okay. it's Sniper. No, no, no. I'm, oh, oh no, the one I'm, you're thinking of is Shooter. Uh, the one I'm thinking of is is Shooter with Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Yes. Right, and the Sniper was uh, Tom Barringer. Yes. I didn't know he was still doing the franchise. He's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they I mean, just they did, they just took the name. The first and... one. Didn't he do the second one? I think so. Yeah, he's in the second. I thought, I, I thought maybe um, there's wait, been there's two the... more after that. I mean, you know, it's right, just... but I think the third one didn't do so well. So they gave they threw him some extra money, and he's like, "Yeah, that's right. I knew it wasn't going to work without me. I'll do the fourth one." Yeah. Am I right? I think so. I'm, I'm trying to remember <laughs> now. It's it's been so long, and I have to go get the the the, the box set to sh- to figure that out. Well, that's but. right. You're you're tethered to the board. I'm not. I'm like I'm I'm in my basement. Poop was successful from the dog. We're now going back upstairs bedroom. I love wireless technology. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the stairs, your bitches, though. <laughs> Mama Lucia. All right. What else is coming out? We also have. Uh-huh. Uh, I keep flipping between screens. So, <laughs> uh, uh, South Park: The Complete Twenty Four Seasons coming out on Blu-ray. Okay. And hey, fin- did, did you see that they had a um, a twenty fifth anniversary concert? No. Yeah. Apparently, apparently, Ed South Park has been around for twenty five years. Wow. Who would have figured? <laughs> right. So. Matt and Trey decided to celebrate that with a concert in their hometown with Primus and Ween, two of the big bands that have supplied music for this show over the years. Uh-huh. And they played tunes from basically everything they've done from all the South, from the South Parks, from uh, um, Team America. You know, um, sorry, I'm out of breath. Walking around the house. <sighs> fat, <laughs> fat, out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a minute? 
<laughs> no, no, go ahead. Finish, finish the list while you, while you breathe. Uh, <laughs> uh, the last one, though, on the list is uh, John Williams' Viol- Vi- Violin Concerto Number 2 and Selected Film Themes is coming out this week. I mean, if anybody doesn't know, John Williams is the creator of a lot of <laughs> popular uh, movies um, through the 80s, uh, especially Star Wars. Um, but... Uh, yeah, he, so he's he did a concert. And... <laughs> you, you threw the one. <laughs> like you, you know, especially Star Wars. The man has made if 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 there's an iconic theme, chances are he's done it. Let's go through the list, Ed. <laughs> sure. I uh, know he's Superman. Done, Superman, right? I'm going to say Superman. Was... Superman. I'm going to try to do them in in, in, new, in order. Right. I believe Superman. Right. S- Star Wars or right. Star Wars then Superman. Um, Jaws. They did Jaws too, but that's before Steve and before Star Wars. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to pick the movies out of, out of thin air now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the order. I'm, I'm um, my dates are off. <laughs> he did the theme from Jurassic Park. He did the theme for um, the Harry Potter movies. Uh-huh. That, you know that that Harry Potter theme. Uh-huh. Him. Like the man has Indiana, the Jones. Indiana Jones themes. Right. Like anybody who goes dun, 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 him, yeah. <laughs> like plus the Star Wars movies, all of them, and now he's done. Yeah. <clears throat> so it be. Uh, I don't think he didn't do. He did not do. Did he do the Godfather? I think he did the Godfather. Uh, yeah, you keep going. I'm looking it up. Well, uh, that's it for uh, movies and TV and, and uh, that's it. So, video games is next here, and uh, not, not much coming out. I <laughs> uh, got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven things coming out this Ooh. week. So, yeah, there you go. I don't think they're. I don't think they're. T- I don't think they're titles. Anybody's going to be really looking for. Um, Blossom Tales Two: The Minotaur Prince, uh, developed by Castle Pixel and published by Playtronic Friends. For the Switch and PC, that's coming out Tuesday, August 16th. Then we have Roller Dome, developed by Roll7 and published by Private Division for the PS4, PS5, and PC, and that's coming out Tuesday, the 16th. Then we have Cursed to Golf, uh, developed by Genoe Labs and published by Thunderful for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, Switch, and PC, and that's coming Thursday after the 18th. Then we have RPG Time, The Legend of Right, developed and published by Deskworks Incorporated for the Switch, and that's coming out Thursday, the 18th. Then we have Thymeza, developed by Overboard Studio and published by Team17 for the PS5, Xbox Series XX, and PC, and that's coming out Thursday, the 18th. And then we have We Are OFK, developed and published by Team OFK for the PS4, PS5, Switch, and PC. And that's coming out Thursday. And finally, Madden NFL 23, developed by EA uh, Tiburon and published by EA Sports for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, and PC. And that's coming out Friday the 19th. And that is all the releases for them. I'm just saying he is credited for 163 uh, things composers. Wow. Um, But I'm going to be honest. A lot of this is like, um, I don't think he actually, I think he just collects a check. Because I I think people use his music. Because he is the main title composer for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Right. I just feel like. Well, I heard heard he wrote stuff, written stuff for that. He did. Okay. He did write stuff for that. Yes. 
all for right, that one. So I, that one I knew for sure. A kind of. Um, maybe. All right. What about all the Lego Star Wars stuff, Ed? That that he probably's collecting a paycheck on. I think that's that's just using the theme over and over again. You know his music. Right. Like there's um a whole bunch of like t- little TV shows that he was a composer of. I'm like, uh, all right, sure. Uh, uh, looking to see. Let me go back. He did catch me if you can. Obviously the Harry Potter movies, the Minority Report, um, AI, the Patriot. Oof, man. Step my uh, saving private Ryan. Uh, 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 uh. Apparently, Rosewood Sleepers. He did the music for Sleepers. That's interesting. Huh. I keep thinking about trying to get my hands on that movie because I really like that movie. I don't know if you remember that movie at all. It's... Is that the one with the kids in New yeah, York, it's, it's... Hell's Kitchen, and they get uh, arrested and put into a uh, 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 basically a, a juvenile right and then and then there's like it's like a two-story you have um them as adults and them as kids because there's a trial going on that they're being a part of and they're using the the the, the, they're doing flashback things so yes yep that it is that is it yeah i I have that i i that was one of my one of my favorites as well um uh he did the east which is eastwick (laughs) (laughs) let's see ed He did heart beeps. <laughs> That's got to be the only thing that was probably came good from that movie. That's funny. Two household robots run away and try to start a family. <laughs> I just, well, I, it's, it's, I, I, have a, I have a short well, list of movies that I'm, 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 I'm trying to get set behind the watch, you know, like kind of thing. And, Every once in a while, I've been throwing different things, and like I think the last like couple weeks ago, we watched that spare parts movie where it was about um, this punk band that gets uh, uh, caught. It was a female punk band that gets uh, captured, and they cut their arms off, and they become gladiators for this cult uh, type of thing. It was almost like the Road Warrior in a way, you know, uh, okay, like the right, Terror right, right. or the Terror Dome or whatever it's called. I forget what the Thunderdome. Sorry, and. Uh, yeah, so 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 that was that was on the list like that, and then of course Hard Peeps is on there. Um, Party Monster <laughs> with um, Macaulay Culkin and um, Seth Green. Uh, the R.I.P.D. because that's one of the movies he said he never seen. He wanted to see it. I said I liked the movie, but I just the CGI was kind of bad, you know, type of thing. But I, I said right. it was not bad movie, so that's on the list. And I'm trying to think. There was another one on the list, and I can't think of it. But those are the three that are coming to mind. Um, you know, type a few few that were coming to mind that 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 I put out, like you know, like every week. Like here's the list, and of course, I I always say, well, you can look at my collection, you know, because I have thousands of movies that thing, and then whatever I don't have, I can probably find somewhere on my Roku, you know. So like you know, it's like unbelievable, you know, type of thing. So. Um, you know, like I said, the last time I told him, saw him, he said, you know, Rocky four, he was thinking about that one. I was like, Oh, well, you know, I, I don't have it, but I'm, I'll look for it cause I want it. Um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so, but heartbeats is on that list. So I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of excited <laughs> now more to see this movie. I can follow throw that in there. Like, Hey, heartbeats, John Williams did the score. <laughs> you know what I found that too? He did the score for, uh, the towering inferno. Wow. Yeah. A lot of the. Sugarland Express. I think the man's got a he's got a long uh, the Poseidon Adventure. 
wow, I was, I was, what do you call it? It's Side Adventure and The Towering Inferno were like two of my, it's going to sound weird, two of my, one of my, two of my favorite movies growing up as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I know it seems weird, but every time I decided Adventure when I was a kid, I would watch it. Same with The Towering Inferno. I don't, I don't know why. It was, it was disaster flicks, but they were always on TV like this still. <laughs> now, ABC nighttime movie. Tonight, Paul Newman is in the Towering Inferno. OJ Simpson, the Towering Inferno. Gene Hackman, the Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> How would they get out? For the wise, for whatever reason. That, well. So John Williams has been a part of my life since I was a wee lad, Ed. Wow. <laughs> Not, wasn't my, it wasn't just, you know, Jaws or Star Wars or Superman. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all right. All right. All right. So was that, uh, what else is coming on video games? That was it. I, I went through the That's list. It? Yeah, uh, everything. Yeah, nothing. Madden was the last one, so that was the, uh, that was it for the list, sir. All right. Uh, oh, sorry. Um. Okay, let's get let's get right down to it, Ed. Um, I don't know where, where did we talk about last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, actually, well, here you go. Um, <laughs> I can actually because that's the thing I write down everything so that way I can do the the list so I can actually tell you the last article we talked about here on the on the channel. Well, uh, according to Variety, Ed, here I got well, as you know. Um, Batgirl. You know what? Let's go start with this one, Ed. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do a timeline here. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see if I could find it. Where is it? Uh, uh, uh. All right. Let's start here. Ed, the Flash star Ezra Miller charged with felony burglary. Okay. This was published six days ago. Uh, the Flash star Ezra Miller has been charged with felony burglary as their legal troubles continue, which have been mounting since the end of March. Hmm. The Flash star Ezra Miller has been charged with felony burglaries as their legal troubles continue, which have been going on since the end of March. One of the DC films that has been in the works for the longest at Warner Brothers is The Flash, as Ezra Miller got cast as Barry Allen in October 2014, by the way. For several years, The Flash has kept going through creative changes as one director after another left. It wasn't until Andy Muschietti landed the big that principal photography finally took place and filming finally wrapped in late 2021. So, The Flash movies in the can, Ed, as they would say. Wow. Right? And it's just, it's a matter of time. Okay, let's put it out now. Here's Here's the street date. However... Uh, the Flash movie's been has been facing a different problem, and it's with the lead themselves. Since late March, Miller has been facing multiple legal problems, starting with two arrests in Hawaii. Throughout the following months, Miller has been making headlines for grooming accusations, harassment claims, and a lot more. Um, he deleted their social media accounts and has been on the run for the last few months as, as authorities haven't been able to locate them. Um, despite these reports, Warner Brothers isn't looking to recast Miller's Flash with a new actor. Wow. All right, so, uh, but months after being on the run, Miller has now been charged with a different crime, reports deadline. Uh, on August 7th, Miller was located by Vermont State Police 
and issued a citation for felony burglary. Uh, the incident took place way back on May 1st after local authorities were notified of a burglary complaint on County Road in Stanford, Vermont. Miller had broken in to steal multiple bottles of alcohol and through the subsequent investigation, which included video footage, by the way, he was identified. They were identified. Um, they are expected to appear in Vermont Superior Court, Bennington Criminal Division, on September 26th for arraignment. He ain't showing up. <laughs> He's like, catch me if you can, motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm the Flash. <laughs> I'm physically alive. I was in Hawaii, now I'm in Virginia. Phew. <laughs> I'm going to go to Italy for pizza. Hold on. Boom. (laughs) 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 The Flash movie already wrapped. Warner Brothers is is reportedly not doing reshoots with a different actor because it would cost too much money at this point. (laughs) The studio is currently committed to The Flash's theatrical release. Uh, Since the first set of arrest reports, Warner Brothers has faced a lot of criticism on social media for choosing to pursue a Miller in the Flash. What's worth remembering is that while Miller may not be replaced in the 2023 film, Warner Brothers is reportedly not looking to work with them after the Flash, as the studio allegedly has no future plans with the actor in the DCEU. (sighs) During the Warner Brothers Discovery's earning calls last week, David Zaslav mentioned the film as one of the theatrical releases he is still excited about, which also garnered the studio some new criticism. Why the Warner Brothers Discovery CEO has yet to comment on Miller's legal incidents is unclear at this point. Yeah, he's more like, just deny, deny, deny. If, it doesn't, if I don't talk about it, it didn't happen. Right. <laughs> and the Flash movie is still keeping its June 2023 release date, by the way. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, there's that. <laughs> All right. Now, as you remember, last week we talked about them pulling the plug on Batgirl. Yes. A film, um, a film that was going to be scheduled for the HBO Max um, was never going to get theatrical release. They spent about $90 million so far, and the movie was almost done, and they shit can it. <laughs> they, pulled, they pulled the plug, and they're like, you know what? We're not doing this. We're not, we're not doing this. So uh, your favorite podcaster, mine, Kevin Smith, I, I guess was probably on his podcast, um, Hollywood Babylon. Right. Yep, Hollywood Babylon. I have, I've yet, there, I've got two episodes I gotta listen to. Um, but he spoke out recently um, during the latest episode of Hollywood Babylon, um, the YouTube show. I mean, I'll watch it on YouTube while he's sleeping. Uh, the filmmaker called it an incredible bad look for the studio to drop the rare comic book tentpole to be headlined by a Latina actor, especially when Warner Brothers is moving forward on the release date on its Ezra Miller led tentpole, The Flash. Uh, he's quoted as saying, it's an incredibly bad look to cancel a Latina background movie, he said. I don't give a shit if the movie was absolutely fucking dog shit. I agree. You, I, I guarantee you that it wasn't. The two directors who directed the movie did a couple of episodes of Ms. Marvel, and it was a wonderful fucking show. And they had more money, and they and they had more money to do Batgirl than they had to do an episode of this Ms. Marvel and stuff. Um, Warner Brothers announced August second that it would not be releasing the ninety million dollar Batgirl in the theaters or its HBO Max streamer, despite the movie being fully shot and, and in post production. Uh, in fact, it's so far in post production that they were doing um, the score, the director of the movie. Even though the move, the plug was pulled, they already paid for the room to do the score, so he did it anyway. He had everyone come in and and they recorded the score for Batgirl, even though the movie's never going to be released. Wow. I think that's a 
do it anyway, just in case, because public outcry is kind of asking for this. Right. So why waste the money later down the line and having to redo this when you have he's like he did say he's well we paid for the room already so let's just do it which makes sense because on a cost thing because you know if like six months down the road warner brothers is gonna go yeah i guess we'll finish that movie because you guys are planning enough what do we need to do and if the movie is technically finished by then they can just put it out there if they decide to do that that right um i don't think it's gonna happen no um Studio executives said the well, reason for shoving back. Oh, well, yeah. they say like, like, like the reality of it. Do you think that this is a ploy, like you know, like a, um, you know, like a, a, a publicity stunt, basically to 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 see it, and, and then they're like, okay, since you know by public demand you wanted this, uh, just like the. To, do you think they're trying to um, gaslight a, a hashtag release the background movie? Right, right, thing? yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think it's one of those. I don't know. I mean, it's genius if that happens. But I don't think. I legitimately think that they were going to scrap it. You have the new people meet the new boss, same as the old boss kind of tech uh, theory. It's like, oh, we have all these things, and it's not going to make us any money. Just scrap it. We'll take the loss and write it off as a tax write off, and we gain more money in the background. Right. You know, to do other things. I, that's kind of risky because because of public outcry that this is not like I know they say bad press is you know any bad press is good press I don't think so nowadays I think bad press is just that bad press I think that now we live in an era where you can say hey look I don't agree what you guys are doing and I'm I'm gonna stand against the injustice of you guys not releasing this background movie we're gonna make a stand here we're gonna draw a line ain't crossing the line no batarang is going to knock us off this line until you release that movie. You guys are shit for not doing that. And I think that that leaves a bad taste in people's mouths. Like people are talking, there's already talked about people boycotting, um, obviously the flash movie if it comes out because of Ezra Miller. So you, that's a movie that deserves to be at least maybe not shelved, but maybe not in the theaters. Maybe that should be the one that quietly goes on to HBO max. Like as a, Hey, we apologize, but we got to do something with it here. Here's HBO Max. Like, <laughs> um, I, I just think that now it's like, and then they'd be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, we're keeping Ezra Miller's The Flash, but we're going to also give you background. Yay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I just think it's kind of like this wasted opportunity because you bring Michael Keaton back and he's he's being replaced. He's either not showing up on the things that you want him to show up or being replaced. Because apparently that's the reason why Affleck's doing Batman reshot reshoots. Mm-hmm. Rumor has it that he's replacing Ben um, Michael Keaton in some of these scenes. And to keep it in the same universe, it's kind of to keep it in the same Zack Snyder universe instead of... Because... Like, look, I, I said this from the start, I think, that you need Flash's movie first before you could put Batman, Michael King's Batman, into anything after that. Right. If if he's going to be the catalyst to bring Michael King's Batman into the universe, so to speak, you need that. You need that to be able to follow through on the other things. And if you're postponing that, and you have all this background movies in the can, and we have Aquaman coming out we need to do something 
because we keep pushing back the Flash movie. I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's just it's kind of a shitty thing to do. Like, I mean, Woody, I do have an article that will kind of end the timeline, but or at least get us up to date in the timeline. But right. it's just, I don't know. Like, a part of me is just like, you know what? Just throw it out there. Let it let throw it all out there. Put the Ezra Miller movie. Put the background movie. Just get them out there. Just do it now. Just get them done and over with and let the chips fall where they may. Because for all you know, the background movie could be great. And it's going to suck if the Flash movie is awesome. Because people are going to be like, oh, man, that movie was great. Yeah, but that Ezra Miller, he sucks. They suck. <laughs> like, you know, you get kind of like, it's like you're, when you go back and watch Aquaman or when you go watch Aquaman 2 and you see Amber Heard in it, you're going to go like, man, she just kind of takes me out of the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like there's things like that where you know you watch it something you go, yeah. Didn't that person eat another human being? I don't think I'm gonna like this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's one, like six, it won like six Oscars. Yeah, I know, but that one guy's a douchebag. I hear kind of pulls me out of it. <laughs> yeah, but let's see. That's the thing that kind of that kind of sticks because it's like, no matter how well this movie is, like like if you can if you can take yourself out of the list and go in, like take your take the not that, take yourself take the actor out of it and go in. You know, this is like, you know, if if it wasn't so and so, this would be a great film. You know, kind of thing. Like, like in your head, like kind of thing. You're going, you know what? I actually enjoyed that movie. I thought that was a great film. Like, you know, it was, like I, I, I can't believe that this person was a horrible human being by doing, you know, burglary or whatever, or shooting or killing somebody. You know, you kind of, you you, you kind of see something and you're going, this this was awesome. And you that to me, it's it's just funny. Because it's just like you know, like you can't be like that. Then like now you have to be like politically correct or correct in a way that you're going, you know, I I, I can't like this film because this actor did something terrible, you know, like kind of thing. Right. Now it's like it's like saying, hey, you know what? I think I think recall O.J. Simpson is the greatest thing in those Naked Gun movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man murdered his well allegedly murdered his wife and his, and his male friend and still walking the streets today but man god I love those Hertz commercials <laughs> <laughs> you know like yeah Ezra Miller may have you know like committed burglary may have groomed an, a, a child to dating age ah, you know all that maybe but, you know, that Flash movie, poof, he is great in that Dumbledore flick. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's hard to separate stuff like that. Yeah. You know, like, like, as, like I talk about it all the time on the show that Stacy doesn't really like Tom Cruise based upon his personal life. You know, me, I'm like, I don't care. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I, like when, I said, I watch I the love fuck. when he runs really, really fast. <laughs> Because, like I said, like like Tom Cruise, you're getting a Tom Cruise movie. It's like doesn't matter what it is, it's still him. Like you you you're going. What's Tom Cruise gonna do now? He's gonna jump off this building. I gotta see it. You know, like right. I think or, he's hanging onto a plane. I gotta see it. This next right. his next Mission Impossible. He's gonna be in space. I gotta see it. Like it's. Hey, <laughs> I, I I heard that he broke his ankle doing that jump, and they filmed it. I gotta see it. <laughs> That's, you know? that's the kind of thing you're going you're going yeah he's a terrible human being I'll watch the fuck the shit out of you watch it like, well now here's the thing is now you kind of have that like 
on a small scale Will Smith. Yeah. But can you watch a Will Smith movie now without going, he slapped Chris Rock live on TV for talking shit about, uh, by doing a bad joke. Right. You know, like, <sighs> yeah, because I, I, I don't know if I could watch Wild Wild West without going, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, <laughs> can you really, even before, it's not the good you really watch West without going, man. Like, I, I recently purchased iRobot. I like that movie. It's a good, it's a good movie. But I'm going, oh, god damn it! Like, <laughs> it's Will Smith. Like, I can't, dude. Come on, you're supposed to be like a nice dude, apparently, and like everyone loved you, and now you're kind of tarnished. Like you walk up and just. A bitch slapped Chris Rock on live TV and didn't think there'd be backlash. Come on, <laughs> like look, he loves everybody. Yeah, but he shot a puppy once, so fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's too far. I mean, <laughs> if you shot a puppy, uh... well, yeah, I mean, here, I can't, can't do that. Yeah, the man walked on water and saved people from a burning fire. Yeah, but. He, he kicked the cat once. I saw him. <laughs> but that's the, that's the thing. It's like like where 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 does where does the line get drawn? You know, kind of right. thing. And you're going because it's like yeah, like like if there was a Will Smith movie, it's like would you go and see it? You know, kind of thing. I mean, especially if right. it's something like a a subject matter that you would be interested in. You know, like kind of thing that he was doing. You're going. I don't know because now now I'm going to feel funny. Going into a theater, you know, because people are now going to be looking at you, going, "Are you seeing that Will Smith movie? You terrible person, right. you!" You know, like, how dare you watch Hitch? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like that. I mean, the only thing that could have been worse is after he slept Chris Rock, he went, "Welcome to Earth." <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think, I think really. I mean, like, granted that that was the worst, but like, he he still had to keep cursing after the fact, which which. But uh, I'm, I'm, now I'm getting the thing just in my head because it's like, like I that is so fucked. Yeah, no, no, never mind. Right. Cause, <laughs> no, because it's like it's like you you we're like we look for this stuff now. Like now now we we look for this because like like I was one of those human beings that you know like you you, you somebody said oh man well you know like there was there there did you see what happened oh yeah I saw he slapped Chris Rock okay you know granted that's a controversy like you know can you censor a comedian for jokes you know especially for right. celebrity blah 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 whatever no 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 after the fact you know they 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 cut feed or they you know did something you know to the u.s version but in the foreign right. market where all that shit's allowed they showed it like he's cursing you know like don't you right. know take your fucking right. you know put in your fucking mouth here or whatever and you're going uh now I need to see this you know now I'm like so now I'm like Google, you know I'm 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 YouTubing it I'm like oh my god Will Smith curse like, well what do you call it like I said we we it was weird cuz it was the Oscars right came home after doing the show Stacy right away I was like hey did you know that Will Smith just slapped Chris Rock on the Oscars like it was that night I'm like no and she's like well here it is and I was like and it was from the 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 Japan feed yeah you know because there was like you know there was some a translation over there and then there was just silence because even the Asian the Asian translators going how do I say motherfucker keep my wife's <laughs> name out of your mouth yeah, out of your fucking mouth. mouth how do I I don't know how to translate that I'm just gonna be quiet and let the let the moment happen 
you know, what was even weirder is the fact that he then had to, like, not too long after that, had go up and and accept an Oscar for Best Actor and not address it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, apparently he did just recently apologize, you know, but I don't know how genuine it was, according to the Internet, because, you know, it's the Internet. Right, you know, and the judge, you're an executioner, and then everything. Oh, I mean, yeah. There's no, there's no forgiveness at all, you know, kind of thing. So you're an eye. Oh, you know. yeah, never will be. Right. Like 10 years, 10 years from now, someone's like, oh my God, Will Smith just gave like multi million dollars to, he cured hunger, and, and he's helped. Yeah, but he slapped Chris Rock like 10 years ago, man. I don't like him. Right. <laughs> you know, or he's going to, 10 years from now, after it's been all faded memory, someone's going to drudge that up as a clip, being like, yeah, Will Smith. Hey, you remember when you did this? And like, I, I apologized for it many times, and I made amends to it. And Chris and I are back on good terms. And that was a decade ago. And you guys still won't let it die. Nope, <laughs> <laughs> never. It's going to be the one blemish. It's going to be a blemish on your whole career. Yeah. You doesn't matter what you're going to do or what you're going to say from this point on. As someone's going to be like, yeah, remember that time you slapped Chris Rock? <laughs> <laughs> you just hear the from the room, it's like. Uh. Hey, well, anyway, so we're we're talking about Ezra Miller, by the way. Yes. <laughs> so, of course, early reports claim that Batgirl. Um, see now, the Batgirl test screenings were a disaster, and that the film was ir- irredeemable. Uh-huh. But Smith has a hard time buying into those rumors. He said he doubts the film is absolute fucking dog shit. Uh, he noted that he noted that even if the movie th- did not look the greatest, well, neither does a handful of DC series on that air on CW. He's like, I love all the CW shows, but the CW shows their budgetary constraints. They said Batgirl looked too cheap because it was a ninety million dollar movie. How do you make a cheap looking ninety million dollar movie? If it looks slightly better than any episode of Arrow, then why couldn't we see that? You know, and right. he's, that's, that's a good point. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav said last week during the company's Q2 earnings, called that the Flash is still hearing, is still hearing for a theatrical release. Um, has been in the center of things, things, blah blah blah. Uh, Distorted contact. Second, Smith goes says this is a baffling thing. I don't give a shit how bad the background movie is. Nobody in that movie is complicated or has any in the anything in their real life you have to market around. In the Flash movie, we all know there's a big problem. Flash is the reverse Flash in real life. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's see if I can find there is, I think. Uh, so, because of that, Ed, Warner Brothers has three options. Okay. <laughs> thinking about with this movie. Uh, three options for the movie, including scrapping it all together. Uh, this is from comicbookmovie.com, so take this for what it's worth. Um, Warner Brothers Discovery is finally making moves to do something about the Ezra Miller situation, with three options being weighed at the studio, including potentially scrapping the movie altogether. Um, obviously, we just talked about the controversy. Um, this week alone, the actors been charged with felony burglary. Reports that child services are attempting to achieve the three children of a woman residing at Miller's farm for their own safety. Um, let's see. Well, here's what their options are. The first is that Miller will seek professional help. Something the studio has heard could be the case after they return to their farm in Vermont with their mother. Uh, from there, the hopes is that the actor 
get him a, a tell-all interviewing, explaining their recent behavior, later doing limited press for The Flash and avoiding, the, and avoiding further negative headlines. You know, like lock him down. Uh-huh. Once he gets back, lock him down and then tell him he's going into therapy where he's, you know, he's being treated for whatever. And then people will tend to be like, it's the standard, oh, I did something bad, I'm going to rehab. Huh. Uh, if Miller doesn't seek help, the movie could still be released, but the actor would not factor heavily into marketing or publicity at all. He would also no longer be cast as the Scarlet Speedster, leading to someone else playing Barry Allen in future projects. Um, the third scenario, and this would be the last resort, is that if things worsen for Miller, the Flash will be scrapped and never released. Huh. <laughs> Miller plays multiple characters and is in nearly every scene, so reshooting their scenes with another actor is impossible. So, the movie, by the way, cost two million dollars. Two million. I'm sorry, two hundred. Two million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's a drop in the bucket for. It's, it's, it's we call it add two zeros. It's it's a two hundred million dollar budget movie. Oh wow! And if they scrap that, I, someone's looking at it going, "You can't, you can't scrap a two a two hundred million dollar movie. You just yeah. can't." Yeah, it's a, it's way out it's way out of the budget that they can't they can't just let that hot bur- buried. You know, and and you know that's the thing. Like then it becomes well, we'll, we'll release the theaters. Like that's the next question. Then like like even if even if Ezra Miller goes off the off the rails and and does something even more crazier than the last time, you know, last thing, then you're going. Uh, then what do you do? You know, like and and I, I mean, like I could see it's an HBO Max release. You know, comparatively to you know actually doing it in the theater. You know, right. and you're and and I think. Uh, I really do. I think that uh, uh, people would would watch it, you know, because they're like, because I mean, like, there's so much talk about it. Like, how can you not? Like, even if you go and Ezra Mills a terrible person because he did this, 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 he terrorized people and all this kind of. <laughs> yeah, but I heard that Flash movie was cool. You want to see it? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, like, like some, like, there, you can't. There, there's no way that somebody in their heads going, I kind of want to see it now. Like, you know, like, like, you know, has nothing to do right. with his real life counterpart, go- but. You go, I knew he was trouble when I watched the way he ran in the flash. <laughs> <laughs> Who runs like that, honestly? Right. No one. He, he's, he's trouble. Get him off the film. <laughs> <laughs> Speed skating as a runner. Get the... <laughs> anyway. <sighs> Still there, Ed? Yep. All right. Um, all right, so... Did I talk about last week about the multiverses game being uh, delayed? What's that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was okay. the last. That was the last article. Okay. Well, I have a, a follow up to that, Ed. Okay. Actually, it wasn't much of a wait of a long, uh, that long of a wait. Um, it's official. Multiverses season one will be launched on August fifteenth, twenty twenty two. Which, in real time, that's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a statement via Twitter confirmed that the new release date for Warner Brothers online platform fighter, along with details of a new battle pass. Um, <clears throat> we're excited to announce season one will begin August 15th with a brand new battle pass for you to earn in-game rewards. The statement revealed. We can also confirm Morty will join the character roster on August 23rd as part of season one. We're looking forward to sharing more in the coming weeks. Bum, 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 bum. 
Um, obviously, the other big news here is that Morty from Rick and Morty fame will finally make his way into the game as a playable character. Mm. Uh, that's great news. Uh, but Warner Brothers Games also revealed some further info about Season 1, and it looks as though it won't be just a single content drop when the game launches. Instead, they'll be bringing new game modes, etc., throughout the first Battle Pass. Um, quote goes on, a quick note, everything we're bringing to you in Season 1 will not drop on the same day. New modes and content will be spread throughout the life of the season. We'll continue to share dates as on all the fun things to come. So, there's that, Ed. All right. I, I, I tell you, I, I played it. I think I did. I think I told you I played it, right? No, no, I don't. I don't. Oh. Well, maybe, maybe you did. I just because I know you were talking about like it was basically a glorified. Maybe you did because you it, said it, was... it, it is. If you've played Smash Brothers, Super Smash Brothers, it is a direct clone of that game. Like it really is. Just I'm honest, a cheap money grab of the other consoles going. Hey, how do we get ourselves a Smash Brothers? <laughs> Warner Brothers went, well, you know, we got this idea. Multiverses, get it? Ha, 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 ha. Because we have all our IP, and they're all f- across all these genres fighting each other. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> We even got the Flash in it. Ha, 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 ha. I'm not playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> right. You fucked that. <laughs> All right, Ed, um, I do have a, a, another movie news. As we told um, on a previous show that Nev Campbell is not going to be in Scream 6. Okay. All right? Yes. Um, well, and and she has a brutally honest explanation. This is from Looper for turning down Scream 6. Um, this is following our hospital list for Scream 5, blah, 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 blah. Um, Nev Campbell's fronted the meta horror franchise by portraying Sidney Prescott uh, from the first film premiere in 1996 all the way through all its other subsequent films. Uh, the final girl who kills her murdering boyfriend became iconic, but it appears all good things must come to an end. In, uh, it appears Gail Courtney Cox will be the only original cast member to reprise her role in Scream 6 unless the horror franchise revives Randy from the dead. <laughs> Jimmy Kennedy. Uh, Scream 5 revamped the series by focusing on a new generation of survivors. Um, I don't want to say what's next because it's a spoiler. Uh, now their story will continue just without Campbell's participation. The exact reason for her not coming in was largely kept under wraps, but finally the actor revealed in no uncertain terms why Sydney will not be present. Um, now Campbell's, she's not appreciated for her work. Trial of Cindy Prescott has brought empowerment to the archetype of the final girl, allowing her to explore her sexuality and survive. But when uh, the promise of Scream 6 came around, Nev Campbell had a very good reason not to partake, partake, partake in the news. Uh, it's a quote. I did not feel that what I was being offered equated to the value that I bring to this franchise and I have brought to this franchise for 25 years, she stated honestly. Uh, she went to say that she, it seemed to come down to an issue of gender. Uh, someone who has been in the face of the franchise for almost three decades, she could not imagine that any male star would be getting the same offer. She went to say, I couldn't walk on the set feeling that, feeling undervalued and feeling the unfairness or lack of fairness around that, she admitted. Uh, so, basically, she didn't feel like she was getting paid what she's worth. And put it out there, I mean, we did talk about it originally because... Um, what's his face? Uh, the guy who 
Matthew Lillard basically said, I kind of agree with her. And we went on the show too and agreed as I agreed as well. I think you did as well. Also, she is the face of that franchise. Yeah. Um, she should be getting paid. What I think by now, back in the day, when you're a struggling actor, you kind of have to get in on the ground floor and maybe they're not going to pay you much because they're going to be doing the quote unquote exposure issue. Like she didn't have a, 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 this movie gave her a film career because she was still on party of five, you know? Yeah. Um, I think without scream, I don't think the craft would have been made. Um, I don't think a lot of her other roles and, and I think that, in 25 years, if she can't demand her own salary and be paid for it, then she's right. She doesn't need that that franchise. It sucks. I think that if uh, you know, if Wes Craven were still alive, she'd be getting paid what she's worth. You know, because mm. he's the one who you know it, it's his franchise, and now it has. They're trying to find a way to let it live on past him. But if he was alive, you sure should know that she'd be getting paid what she's worth. Because he would have sat down and talked to her, found a way to make it work, or or just said, you know what, you're right, or had just flat out said, give her all the money. Right. Like, you know, what you do is give her all the money and kill her off. <laughs> like, I, I mean, if you're going to be like evil genius about it, and you're going to be like, okay, well, I don't like the fact that she's, you know, she's basically saying that she feels undervalued and that she wants to get paid more, uh, it's going to make us look bad. So you know what? Let's pay. Let's let's give her our money, but we're gonna kill her off. That way, we don't have to worry for this for Scream Seven, right? You know, like, and then you'd be like, "Oh my god!" And of course, you play it off like, "Well, for artistic reasons, this helps tell the story." Like, you know, why why Han Solo had to die in Seven was to kind of let his legacy and his ghost carry the rest of the franchise, or what not. You know, you you find some way to make it artistic. That well, with Sidney Prescott dead, you feel the weight that. When you kill off her, it's like what we did. What was what West did in the first movie by killing off the only named person in that movie, Drew Barrymore at the time. You killed her off in the first five minutes of the movie. Then you're like, oh my god! If you killed off the the big name at any anyone's game, so do it again. Right. You hire her on for six. You give her all the money that she asked for, and then within the first ten minutes of the movie, axe her. <laughs> that way. You go, oh, they weren't holding back. You know, you give her a big paycheck, 15 minutes, bing, bang, boom. You got your paycheck. We got her movie. Bob's your uncle. It's cut. Print. Perfect. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if I get off the call from the first 15 minutes, but I mean, you know, I definitely, you know, would, would, would especially the amount of money you're going to pay her, you know, uh, like, you know, give her a little more screen time than like 15 minutes or five minutes and, <laughs> you know, bump her off. You know, it's just like, yeah, we had to give her a hundred million dollars to do this and we got it for five minutes. You know, it's like, you know, we're not going to make that hundred million back, but you know, <laughs> but you know what? That's how we say, fuck you in the industry. Right. <laughs> we just throw money away. Uh, you know, it, yeah, that's right. That's why I work for HBO max. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's, it, but it's it's the thing, like like you know, I mean, no, great. I mean, she, I mean, she should get every penny she's worth, you know, especially b- putting that franchise basically on the map, you know, uh, and you know, she was she was a big part of that, I think, uh, you know, because you you she was the character that you kind of rooted for uh, through sure. the movie, you know, so you 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 hope you were hoping you know she would survive, and you know, and then you see two or three and. 
and, and so on. And you, you, you're kind of, you're, you, um, you, you think that you'd get the paycheck, you know, cause now they're making the money, you know, they're, you know, and it's just like, it's, it's always, it's always those claims. Cause like we've, we've talked about this multiple times with different movies where they peep actors, they don't get paid because they tell them that they're not making money because of marketing that they had to spend or, you know, distribution stuff. And, and all right. the, you know, like all this money went out to there. So it, you know, it says we made a profit, but we didn't really make a profit because, you know, not everybody got paid, you know, that was in the list, you know, kind right. of thing. So we're, we're, when you, we'll get to you when we get to you kind of thing. And, and they never do because, you know, they got, they got paid a scale of wage or whatever. And they, they think that's it. That's what you're going to get, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, unless. I, I mean, it's one of the reasons why the clerks three, um, well, originally that, uh, Randall didn't want to do it because they didn't get paid. For, they, didn't, they still didn't get paid for clerks too. Right. You know, um, because Miramax at the time kept saying that they didn't, the movie didn't make any money, but yet everyone was still getting paid, but the actors. Right. So yeah, I get it. I get it. And you then know? you know, to say it makes it makes it more difficult because it's just like you're going, you know, like unless unless their their books are transparent where you can see them, you know, and 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 right. and and look through and go, okay, you know, and you know, and of course then you go, you're really going to need a, uh, an accountant to. Uh, uh, you know, explain everything right, to you. you. Need a forensic accountant to be able to explain, like, this is why the movie didn't make money, or yeah, yeah. they made all this money and you got you know screwed because you know they had to take their word for it. Because that's the thing, like, that's what it comes down to. You just you you know they 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 they, they they'll give you that line, you know, and it's just like you got to say you got to almost say prove it. You know, I, I want to see the numbers. You know, that kind of thing, and you know, I, and and no actor's really going to. Um, uh, figure that out they're just gonna um you know they're, they're just gonna take their word for it because they're not you know if they if they knew accounting they would be you know somewhere right. else you know you know doing if i knew accounting i wouldn't be an actor God right damn it. i'd be making money as an accountant you know right <laughs> so but it's you know that's a shame though that she's not she's not gonna get it that the money she's worth and we're not gonna let's just see now now how what would with what's the value of the franchise like will, will they make their money if with her out her without her being in the movie you know that kind of thing like like can it continue on you know the the you know because obviously they're they're probably looking beyond six you know they're you know they're gonna say like if this movie's festival obviously there's gonna be a seven and so on you know and they're just gonna keep these you know movies going you know now the whoever you know is running it is you know it's like we profit on this you know so now we can continue on um, right. So that's, that's my question is, is like how successful if she's not going to be in the next one, how successful will it do? Will it, will it flop? And that's well, the I mean, end it, of it. It or... does come down to the whole, like, well, this is number six. I've seen all five in the movie theater. My sister's a huge fan of the franchise. I don't know if the Neff Campbell being in it's going to be enough for her to not want to go see it. It might, it might be the one, you know, you know, like, well, if she's not in it, what's the point? Um, I guess, you know, maybe to go the morbid curiosity to going, okay, well, do they keep her character alive? You know, on off camera, meaning like you could have a throwaway line. Oh my God, you hear they killed Sidney Prescott. <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh my God, what? <laughs> you know, that way you know she's never coming back. Or they do the like, oh, surprise, she's alive in seven. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. I guess it depends on, I think I see a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Do <laughs> trailer first. I do know that they're bringing Hayden Penitentiary. She's coming back. 
So apparently fans are happy about that because she was in four, I think. Yeah, she was in the fourth one. And she was the girl who lived at the end of that one. And she wasn't in the new one. So people are like, well, why didn't you bring her back? And I guess they were like, well, we had a bigger, different plan. But don't worry, she's coming back in the sequel. Yay. Hey, Paris Harry, was it in? Yeah, she was in one of the movies. She was, she was, it was her. It was. Kristen Bell was in it. Right. It was her and Kristen Bell sitting on a sofa. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I didn't see it. So, you know. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm a little behind. Yeah, I saw three, and three was like, <laughs> right <laughs> to me anyway, because I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> they're really stretching for this, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give her Roger Jackson, and if and I'm sorry, it was Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell were on the okay. sofa together. Uh, but uh, let's see, Allison Breeze in it, huh? Yeah. Hayden Penitary, she was Kirby Reed. Okay. You know, so I guess you know she's yeah, got, coming back. I got four, and I didn't even get the last one because this one is out available on. Uh... Right, yeah, five is currently available. Um, it's been out for a little while now. Um, I like I said, I, I talked about it on the show, I did a review. I liked it. I thought it was good. It was even though it's kind of rehashing the same shit they've done in all the other movies. Like, hey, look, we're going to be meta about our you know our movies and stuff like that, and. It, it still works, right. you know. Especially now, back then there wasn't a lot of technology that was available, like cell phones and and uh, you know cameras and shit like that. So it worked really well, you know, based upon how they try to update the series. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I got two more articles, Ed. Okay. Okay. First up, um, this one's real quick. Um. Are you were you guys planning on playing the Hogwarts Legacy game? Uh, I told her about it. I don't know if she was interested or not. I didn't. Uh... Well, she's got some more time Ed, because it was delayed. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I really didn't. I would. I would have been surprised if it came out this year. It seemed very like hopeful, but it's honestly it's not. They actually finally gave it an official street date of February tenth, twenty twenty three. So. They said it was going to come out for the holiday. I thought that was a long shot. It was. But February's not that far away, if you think about it. For you. Hey, ha- <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Here is a video game. Here's a video game. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's with, with, these, with this day and age, you know, I mean, like, I can't remember. I'm trying to think of any video game that what that I wanted to play was not delayed for some reason, you know, by a few months. <laughs> I mean, I, or... Well, I mean, well, fingers crossed, nothing happens to God of War. <laughs> yeah, I forgot a pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, no, fuck. Now it's gonna be delayed, motherfucker. Damn it! God <laughs> damn it! Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Ooh, Ooh. Wesley Webbit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm not kind of surprised. Uh, that that's always my favorite though when they say holiday, you know, whatever year, you know, holiday 2022. And you're going, there's no way, no, you you, you can you can bullshit me all you want, it's just not happening. Like, I, well, earlier this year when they had all the things and they said it was going to be coming out. In fact, it was it's coming out for um, PS5, Xbox Series X, and and they said Switch. 
Now, right there, when they said Switch, I went, it's going to be delayed. Because I understand why they want to put it on the Switch. Because, you know, it's got motion-controlled controllers, the mm-hmm. Joy-Cons. You can wave it around like a wand and you bippity-boppity-boop your way through the game, right? But the problem is, is that the Switch isn't as strong graphically as the other two systems. You made it for the current-gen systems. You're going to have to dumb it down in some way, shape, or form. And that's going to take some time, or at least a little time, to be able to try to figure that out. And I was like, well, I mean, they're being kind of ballsy to say holiday. But uh, apparently, that's... that's um, um, again, I should have you know put some money on this. The team, the quote is: "The team is excited for you to play, but we need a little bit more time to deliver the best possible experience." Warner Brothers said on its official Hogwarts Legacy Twitter account. It also noted: "New dates apply only to the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X versions of Hogwarts Legacy. The Nintendo Switch version does not have a new release date yet." Hmm. Right. So, Dan, 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 I'm actually surprised that's coming out in the PS4 and the Xbox One, because they were saying it was going to be solely for the new new generation. But I guess maybe, you know, maybe they had a change of heart, or maybe they realized if I guess if you're going to dumb it down enough for those systems, not that those are bad looking systems, but if you're going to have to do something so that it performs to the best of ability on the PS4 without sacrificing anything for the PS5 you're going to have to I feel like the PS4 and the Xbox One are kind of in the middle as far as if you were going to if you're going to design a game for all the systems PS4 and the Xbox One is a comfortable middle you know because I feel like this this Switch is not as powerful as those two Mm. but the newer systems are clearly more powerful than, than the one and four you know, so I guess you know, if I had to, if I had to gamble, maybe they'll do Hogwarts Legacy this time next year, like holiday twenty twenty three. Okay, that's my prediction, Ed. Put it down on paper. Put it down. It's gonna happen. Um. Yeah. I just. Uh, you know, It's how do I put it? Um. Well, like, like shit, Sean. No. No. <laughs> no. The the uh, the the. Uh, the the switch you know like i really feel that they're like like it's the, the way of the world is like it's just going on as like it's just going to be more online than it's going to be um you know physically there that's that's what i think like sometimes with with some of the nintendo stuff it's like like how they could be so successful what they do is because it's more of a you know there 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 are certain things that the graphically that the cartridge is going to uh, give you or the download's going to give you, but it's more the fact that it's going to be online. Like, and so it's that, that, that shareability of, of between the online and what's with the cartridge going to available or, or, you know, or, or the system itself. So, you know, it's like, I don't think they're going to dumb it down as much. I just think that they're just, you know, t- it's, it's not like the way they want it. So that's why they're delaying it. Like, it's like everything else. It's like, you know, it's like, Oh, this is not working. Right. We, st- we still have this list of, of uh, problems that we haven't fixed yet, you know, we still have to f- do that, you know, kind of thing, and uh, and figure all that out, you know, and, and they, you know, so they're, we, you know, we still need like four months or whatever, three months, and they're right. not, you know, they're, uh, um, uh, 
they're, they're always behind because, you know, like it was summer, people on a vacation, you know, like they, they thought they were going to be ahead of schedule. They're not, you know, and it's, it's the way it is, you know, so. Right. Well, tune in. Yes. Stay tuned, Ed, because I know I ordered it for the PS5. My wife is just going to have to wait to play for it on the Switch, though. I just don't know when. <laughs> She'll watch me play and get mad. Why did you do that? Why did you choose that? <laughs> and I'd be like, you want to play? No, I don't like the PS5. I'd rather play on the Switch. Okay. Um, Ed, this one, this my last article for the day. Okay. I have a Fortnite article, but you would just laugh, and I don't think it's, it's not really, you're not going to care. <laughs> this one, though, is every once in a while, I'll come across a news article, and I'd be like, holy crap, you got to be kidding me. They're actually going to do this? I'm just gonna. I want to. I'm just gonna give you the um the headline, Ed. Emily Blunt joins Ryan Gosling in Universal's The Fall Guy movie. Studio sets release date. Now you're like, what do you mean, Sean? Why is that surprising? Because The Fall Guy is an old '80s TV show. <laughs> like, like I, I like um. As a child, I watched The Six Million Dollar Man with Lee Majors. Uh-huh. Right? It's one of my favorite shows as a child. Favorite show, one of my favorite shows as a kid. But I'm also, you got three channels. Everything's great. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, you're like, well, Sean, did you love Wonder Woman? I loved Wonder Woman for all different reasons that I loved The Six Million Dollar Man. All right? <laughs> um, and then right after The Six Million Dollar Man, Lee Majors hit another home run with a TV show called The Fall Guy, where he plays as a stuntman and also a bounty hunter. Right? Yeah. And the show was to me, Lee Major sings the, the theme song I'm the unknown stuntman that made a lover out of Bert. You know, like like <laughs> you have like all it's one of the, my f- best TV show theme songs of all time. Not many people know about this show. I'm going to say not many people know about the show, but probably a bunch of people going, oh, my God, I think it's great. Um, also, maybe in in the time of the 80s, there was two Heathers people fought over, Heather Locklear and Heather Thomas. Yeah. Heather Thomas was I – was, I was a Heather Thomas guy. I thought Heather Locklear was a little – she was cute and all. She was on TJ Hooker with, you know, Shatner. I was a, a Heather Thomas person. And also, you had, not only did you have Heather Thomas, but you also had – um, Marky Post in it too. Yes. So it was a it was like a twofer for for a young teenage Sean to sit there and watch TV. Going, yep, <laughs> I can watch that show. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and on top of that, I actually got to meet Heather Thomas in person once. When I was a, as I think a sixteen year old Sean, seventeen year old Sean, I got you know I have a picture of me laying around the house somewhere, me and her together, you know, at a car show because there was no Comic Cons then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I was like, for those people who don't know, because you're hearing us, Universal's adaptation of the classic TV series The Fall Guy already had star power with Ryan Gosling and David Leitch as, and looks to be adding more of the latest A-listers. I didn't even know this was even a thing, to be honest. Yeah. Sources tell Deadline that Emily Blunt is set to co-star opposite Gosling in Universal's Pictures, uh, 87 North and Entertainment's 360's The Fall Guy, which now has a March 1st, 2024 release date. Uh, the film, for those who don't know what it's about, is inspired by the 1980s series of the same name 
and will be directed by Le- Leach, who is producing it with partner Kelly McCormack via their 87th North Long, blah, blah, blah. Um, let's see, the plot of the plot details are unknown at this time. Of course, there are. <laughs> Gosling would also he is also producing. Uh, let's see, did they go even? They don't even tell you what it's about. I gave you more detail about what the plot of the show is. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. He's Ryan Gosling is going to be a stuntman, also a bounty hunter, because he can't make it as a stuntman. Now, which is okay. I got questions. Because now I'm thinking about it, Ed. And I'm looking at it going, you know what? Back in the 80s, made sense to have a TV show about a stuntman Uh trying to make ends meet. Because, you know, stunt work is hard work, right? Right. I guess now I'm talking talking myself into a plot of a a movie. (laughs) I knew this was going to happen in some way. In my head, I'm like, well, wouldn't he ever, wouldn't it be... Now today with CGI and actors doing their own stuff, I mean, why have this movie at all? But now it made sense why he's struggling as a stuntman because he's getting put out by the big-name actors in computer animation. So he needs to do something in order to help balance the book so he goes in the bounty hunt. I, I, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, uh, that's that sounds like a good... Good, uh, good way to you know put that <laughs> I mean, in. It's there. a good jumping off point. Jumping off point. You sure? Why not? But I mean, like, 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 there's still like, I don't know. There's still stunt work being done. You know, like, 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 there are something. Sure, I'm not saying there isn't. I mean, there. But nowadays, when you have actors like Tom Holland, who kind of doesn't insist, but would like to do as much stunt work as he can, he's also young. You know. You're not going to get Harrison Ford ain't hanging on wires anymore, right? <laughs> see, like, like you know, like, like you know, we, we go back to Tom Cruise. Like, like he still he loves doing his own stunts. Like he's sure. crazy enough that yeah, he'll Tom do it. Tom Cruise will hang off the fl- a flying plane, jump off, and uh, if you could, if you could catapult him into space and him go, <laughs> he'd be fine. I was wondering if the Tom Cruise laugh was coming. Yeah, but but the, you know, like like but they think there are certain celebrities that's like you know, like I said, like the even older celebrities they won't do it. But like like there is still some young celebrities that's just like, hey, my face is like the, <laughs> this is the money maker. This is the this is the money shot right here. And you know, for me, it's going to be if I get hurt, we're you know we're gonna shut down production for you know how many weeks or months. Right, so you just, know, right. So I guess you're saying is that you can do the old bunch just. You do the stunt, put my face on you. Right. We could do that. <laughs> we could digitalize my face onto your body. So that way I don't have you can kinda as long as I look kinda like you in the physique department, you take all the you do all the jumps, I'll take all the glory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean what I liked about the T V show is every once in a while you would actually have like a real life movie star on the show every once in a while. Just kinda like a cameo walk in mm-hmm. and he would name he would name drop. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I always thought was funny, you know. As a kid, you're watching, going, "Oh my god, it's awesome!" And they always, they always, <laughs> the show was so formulaic too, because it was, "Hey, they're doing a movie, and they do a stunt in that movie, and later, sooner or later, it's kind of like a Mission Impossible thing." And by the end of the show, they do that exact same stunt to get over on the bad guys. Right. <laughs> you're like. Oh, what are they going to do this week? Oh, it looks like they're going to just wait 10 minutes. You'll find out. <laughs> oh, look. Here's the big stunt. Oh, that's what's going to happen at the end. 
<laughs> or or they'll talk about a stunt and be like, yeah, remember the the purple nurple inverted butt slam? And they're like, what's that? And like, well, it's a, a thing I did on this Burt Reynolds picture, and we it was by doing this, 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 and that. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. And then later on the show, he actually does it. <laughs> I'm just curious to know what part Emily Blunt's character is going to play. Is she going to be the Marky Post portion, the Heather Thomas portion, or are they going to try to make it like they're they're partners in a way? Because while because Lee Majors's character, um, he had a nephew who wanted to be a stuntman. Yeah, and and Heather Thomas was also was a stunt woman. And they were kind of, and then they worked together in this bounty hunter team thing, with Marky Post being the the Bells bondsman, and she would sit there and go, "Hey, Majors, go pick up Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, he's wanted for murder." <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, let's go find out. Let's go find him." And it was never that serious as murder. It was always something, but it was never like a man murdered and killed and ate three people. Go get him. He, he skipped the bell. How are you going to get him? Uh, we're going to do the old uh, longest yard football pass thing. <laughs> like, remember, remember that scene? And what I think what I liked about it too is in the opening montage of the TV show, they had stunts that I've seen in actual movies. Right. Like from Hooper. Or you're like, I'm the unknown stunt man. The middle, you know, Redford's such a star. <laughs> Uh, I'm just like I can't. The problem is that there's um, it's kind of bittersweet that they're making the movie. To be honest, like I said, I loved it as a kid, but I used to work in when you and I used to work at a company called um, a label manufacturing company, right? Yeah. There was a, a guy there. I don't think you've ever met him. His name is Larry, a young kid, right? Uh, Unfortunately, passed away in a motorcycle accident. Uh, but what I found fascinating, I mean, the kid was. I mean, I want to say he was definitely younger than, uh, let's see, he had to have been like in his 20s, I'm going to say. And he loved that show. I was like, how the fuck did you even know about that show? He's like, I used to watch it at my grandparents' house all the time. Like, as a kid, it was like on reruns and stuff. And I was like, I never would have pegged him as a, as, you know, as, <laughs> as a Fall Guy fan. He's like, I loved it. He's like, I, he's like, it was one of his favorite shows growing up. And I was like, wow. It's just, it's so in my head, like when I when I think of the fall guy, I I kind of like not only do I have fond memories of it, but it's like I said, it's bittersweet that they're making a movie because I would be like, Larry, they're making a fall guy movie. Holy crap! <laughs> like Lee Majors, I think is still alive, so he might have a walk on. <laughs> like I don't know if I mean I'm assuming Heather Thomas is still around, and I don't even know the guy's name who was the the nephew. I mean, I don't think he did anything after that show. <laughs> Maybe one or two <laughs> things, probably riding on the coattails of, you know who I am? I'm so-and-so from the fall guy. How dare you? <laughs> you know, I'm making this argument, and I don't even know the guy's character's name was. <laughs> it's so, Howie. What was it? Howie, Howie uh, I think it was Howie, Howie Munson. There it is. I found it. Howie Munson was the thing. <laughs> he was, Douglas Barr was the actor who played Douglas him. Barr. Douglas Barr. Douglas okay. right, Barr. So I'm pulling up his IMDB real quick. Oh, okay. What, what's Douglas Barr been in since? since uh, how many how many seasons did this show, series have? 
I'm curious. Doesn't even uh, episode got 112 episodes, Ed. This show is made uh, over a hundred episodes. That's five years worth of shows. Went ran from eighty one to eighty six. <clears throat> yeah, wow. so I must have saw her when I was fifteen or sixteen. Had to be sixteen because I was wearing my Northeast High School sweatshirt. <laughs> Douglas Barr, Howie Munson. What's he doing now, Ed? I'm he, looking at. Well, they, he hasn't. The last thing he has is. Uh... Gone West, Waikiki. It was a TV series in 1994. That's the last thing he's been in as an actor. So he hasn't acted in uh, 28 years. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's got 24 things to his credit. He's done done some directing here, apparently. He's done uh, uh, last thing he was in TV miniseries, uh, Past Malice in 2017. Um, North Pole opened for Christmas in 2015. These sounds like a lot of uh, the Mystery Cruise. Uh, these sounds like almost like Hallmark movies. I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, well, it's, uh, it's possible. I mean, a lot of TV uh, movies. Yeah, he's he's been. Uh, huh. so, so he he's, must have been thinking. You know who I? After 112 episodes, is Howie Munson. He probably walked in thinking his dick dick swinging. Right. <laughs> know who I am? I'm Howie Munson. I am Mr. What's his name? <laughs> Douglas Barr. Douglas Barr. God damn it. You will address me as sir. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, okay, kid. You know, and then nothing. <laughs> like, but I mean, if he's doing maybe he just prefers to be behind the camera and not in front of it. Mm. Some. I'm looking at Heather Thomas now. <laughs> <laughs> She's only in 28 things. Man. The last thing she was in was in 2014 in Girl Trash all night long. <laughs> <laughs> and she was in a, a uh, another movie called My Giant with with Billy Crystal. I remember seeing the poster that she played Showgirl. Doesn't even have a name. <laughs> Oof, man. She was in Swamp Thing, the series. She was in one episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, she was in PSI, PSI, Love You, I guess. It's like a PSI, and then, but apparently that also started uh, Howie Mun- uh, Douglas Barr. So it must have been like a, like a, hey, guys, <laughs> look at us. We're, she was in 13 episodes. Oh, no, sorry. It ran for 13 episodes. She was in one of them wow. in 1991. Uh, yeah, wow. I'm looking, going. She Cyclone, nineteen eighty seven. Terry Marshall. She's on the poster, so she must have been the star. <laughs> like I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, wonder how. I wonder if she aged well. Gonna have to see if a. You know that sometimes happens. I hate to say it. See all. Oh nope, they're all old movies. They're all old photos of her. In fact, there's the one she's uh Oh, from Zapped. It's the only reason why I watched the first Zapped. With with Scott Bale and Willie Ames. Yes. <laughs> I know. There she is. She aged pretty well. You know, for, you know, all right. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, well. Um, yeah, so Fall Guys being a movie. I, who fucking knew? You're going to get everybody. Douglas Barr's making a comeback, Ed. I'm calling it now. <laughs> They can't get Lee Majors, so they got him. They can't get Market Post, you know, 
unfortunately she passed. But maybe maybe you can get the other three as one last hurrah. Heather Thomas, Douglas Barr, and Lee Majors just wheeling them in. Hey, everybody, remember us? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> or or maybe Brian Gosling is gets the gets the bail bondsman company from his grandfather, who makes a cameo, and it's Lee Majors. Because mm-hmm. Lee Majors made a cameo. Well, not a cameo. He was actually. I, I have to confirm that, but Ash vs. the Evil Dead, this TV show on Stars, mm-hmm. apparently Lee Majors played Bruce Campbell's father in the show, <laughs> and I'm like, I, like I never would have thought about it. That's actually kind of perfect casting. <laughs> like, if anybody who could play Bruce Campbell's dad, it would be Lee Majors. They have that almost the same identical chin. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Ed. That's all I got. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Surprise! It's been Geeksters. What? <laughs> uh, not even new. <laughs> yep. Uh, who knew? It's right there on the on the, your your apparatus. <sighs> well, anyway, thanks for listening, folks. Um, if you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. Or, uh, here's a novel idea, contact Ed. Just contact him. He's at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.